on the new Bay Hub podcast. Get, get, get the deep Bay Area vibe. Bay, 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 Bay Hub podcast. Let's go! Two Bay Area guys, Domingo and Neil. This is it. This is it. Everything under the sun. That's what we describe our podcast. We talk about everything, dog. Like we we go in, and we go hard, and it's it's good to be vulnerable and speak truth, and knowing when you're wrong, like you can always reset, and take place of learning. Because when you're in that space of like trying something new, or maybe just a disagreement amongst people okay, okay. like you can understand like if you can take yourself your ego out of it and then understand it from a larger sp- perspective you learn mm-hmm. you learn about yourself you learn about t- the person you're talking about and that open mind yeah mm-hmm. like yeah, open it up and then when you can do that when you decipher how mm-hmm. you're acting or how you're being then you can reconstruct the the narrative and that's actually pretty powerful. Like mm. in that, it's like some matrix shit. You no, know? I agree. No, you I break agree. down. You break down the construct, and it's like, okay, uh, this is what I want to create, and this is what we're doing. Now. Right, right. Bay Hub podcast. Bay Hub podcast. We in the mix. You see, I like how you did that. <laughs> you, you got deep. It's Bay Hub podcast. Hey, when you go and go to life, is like a river, and you just go with the flow. Bay Hub podcast. That's right. Life. It's like blah blah Bay Hill podcast. You just throw that shit. I like how you did hey, that. Hey, freestyle, baby, freestyle. I you know how it. we do. So, you know, us on on some weed shit. You know, some. Oh, you already level. hit it. You already hit some weed. No, no, no. I'm a gummy guy, but I smoke some weed every yeah. once in a while. Well, you know. We about to do something a little bit. Yeah, yeah. a little some some some. I'm I'm not scared of you two. You should be. See? She's major leagues. I don't know. She's major you, leagues. You probably like double with a triple A in baseball, whatever you want to nah. call it. I'm I'm on the bench in high school or elementary compared to you too. That's hilarious. So we, we this thing go around. You, it's it's gonna be bad for me. Like why? She's she gonna be like, why Neil not talking no more? Oh, yeah, he's like cross-eyed. <laughs> no, I support your journey, whatever it is. He's sleeping <laughs> over there. So the guest we have today is a lovely guest and a good friend of mine, and I, she's been on my list for a while of just an interesting woman, a black woman to talk to, uh, Bay Area bred, and um. She is a cannabis entrepreneur, in my sense, in my mm. sense. So she's a, a writer. Mm. Um, she has uh, many different things that she does, but like, she is uh, ga- gaining education to the to the community, and because cannabis is such a, uh, it has such a black stain on it, mm-hmm. like in terms of like hustlers, dealers, drug dealers, you know, and it was pretty scary back in the day, mm-hmm. like. Uh, you know, down in Oakland, Bancroft, you know, down in there, like, it was scary. Wait, like what you, happened with that? You know, you get your sack, you know, you get your sack of weed. So we would drive down, you know, after like, we'd cut school and just drive down and get our, get our weed. Okay. Get a little five nickel bag, right, or, or twomp, 20, 
10. Well, this is like early 80s. Yeah. No, no, no this I'm is kidding, like late. Yeah, no, I'm not that old, bro. I'm not that old, bro. I'm pretty old, but not that old, bro. I'm kidding. It's like 90s, right? Yeah, late 90s. Gotcha. Like, you know, 95, 90, 94, 93. So what happened in this town? Yeah, you would just you cut school, and, you know, I was raised in Alameda, so you would just have chilling with a bunch of white dudes you know mm -hmm. and we just take the fucking car and load up and just pull up to the uh to the spot basically it's what's called the spot mm -hmm. and then you'd have your dealers outside just you would well, you drive in basically it's a drive in off the curb and say what do you want you know you want to want a dime i want a couple twomps so you know some 20s no i know what you're talking about. i just thought how you was going that shit happens there you know, that shit you would happen. Oh, no. Yeah, right. shit. Yeah, dude. You're talking about some killers out there. You don't know what's in there. Man, shit. first off, look. You don't no, know. No, we got to introduce our guests first. Yes, we will. Yeah, yeah. We I got just wanted to, I we just going wanted to break on, that down real quick. We going Memory on like lane. it's just us two. Yeah. She's like shaking her head like, hey, okay. motherfuckers, I'm here. I'm over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, I'm coming around. We're creating, coming. We're creating a scenario here. Yeah. Scene. Painting it. Okay. Painting the scene. okay. Picture it. Oakland. Right? And it's just a different time. Did you know anybody who got rob for that shit we saw some robberies happen mm -hmm. yeah so, so you say no give me a, a nickel sack and yeah. then they'd be like give me your sack or be like you know trying to take more than they 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 got like you're trying to take more and then they dip or you know there was a bad feeling because that that they had the chance to refuse service uh, <laughs> see see that back in the day i had some white boys and in in, in um Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. and it was these little projects, and I want to—I forgot the name of the town, but it was like the like hood, like hood, hood, hood. Yeah, right? it was the hood, hood. And these motherfuckers went over there not just because they wanted weed, but for the danger of it. They liked, yeah, they you know, liked the like, excitement. These the white boys, and I was just like, you know, we could get it from Jerry down the street, <laughs> right? Dude, we right. don't need to be going to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Right, across <laughs> the train tracks. <laughs> we don't need to go over there, yo. Yeah. We, I mean, the and they were like, no, it'd be cool. And I'm just like, are you sure? It's crazy, yeah. That's Dude, how it was, man. I got an uncle who could do it. Right? It's brown. It's but brown. We get it. it got seeds, but fuck it. <laughs> we don't have to get robbed. Exactly. <laughs> so this woman is a cannabis uh, journalist and a co-writer and um, the founder, yeah, mm -hmm. co-founder. Mm -hmm. Wondering of uh, about weed. Yep. wondering about weed, so it's education about weed, uh. and she finally came in. Um, bless her heart, because she's a she's a powerful, powerful woman, uh. and uh, respect the journey for this beautiful woman. So, welcome to the Bay Hub Podcast welcome. table. Thank you, Keisha. Say the whole name, Diane McMillan. McMillan. Yes, hey. I'm so happy to be here. I'm really, I've been looking forward to this. We have been talking about it for a while, but right. I also was just updating my, re refreshing my memory about you guys' podcast on my way here and just listening to your last episode. And it's just so good to be in deep conversation with Bay Area folks doing some interesting That's creative stuff. So I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks nice. for having me. You guys want to smoke some weed? I haven't yeah, lit up it. every... Uh, now, I will say this. The last time I was on a podcast smoking weed with somebody, it went on for about two and a half, three hours. She broadcast the whole thing. Shout out to Jazz at Bluntly Black Girls. It was like a two, two and a half hour it was good. broadcast. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. I don't know how long this is going to hey, go for. Know, we gonna ride. It's, a Sunday, ride? it's a Sunday evening. It, it, is might, a it might Sunday be evening. a little hey, brisker. She lets you know, people, <laughs> let you know about this woman right up because there's no video. 
She's a beautiful black woman. Thank you, Neil. A beautiful black woman. Queen. So, you know what I'm saying? That's She's educated, beautiful. We got the total package here. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Let's talk about weed. All right. Let's down. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's so, do it. What's the, so, just start this shit off. What's the highest you have ever got? Oh, okay. There's a journey. There's a story. Yeah. Okay, the highest I've ever got, this was before I got into weed. I got into weed late. But this story, I was about... Mm, it was like uh, late 20s with my boyfriend at the time. We were on a double date in San Francisco with some friends. Okay. And um, they rolled through. These were some kids from New York. They rolled through like rolling a, rolling a blunt in the middle of Union Square. And I'm like intrigued. I dabbled here and there, but I had never smoked. Um, no, this would have been my second time smoking a blunt. The first time was really sketchy. So I, I don't know why I went for it, but... They rolled this blunt and we all hit it and then we start walking around the city and I start to hallucinate. Shit starts looking really weird. Like, um, and the only thing I can think of is maybe I didn't eat enough food. Oh shit. But it's a blunt, so there's <laughs> THC in there and there's also, um, uh, what do you call it? It's a blunt wrap, it, there's tobacco in tobacco. it. Tobacco. I don't right, right. smoke cigarettes, yeah. so. Blunt. We're walking around. Lights are looking strange. I'm paranoid. I'm thinking people are looking at me weird. I'm looking in store windows. Things are like taking on weird shapes. And um, at one point, um, I'm freaking out so much that we go into a hotel and like, let's go to the bathroom. Me and the woman go to, we go to the restroom and I'm freaking out, you guys. Like I'm crying. I don't know what's happening. I'm just like, everything's weird. Like I remember walking from like the linoleum into the bathroom to the carpeted hallway of the hotel and that division between the floors from from tiles to carpet that shit freaked me out i just really bothered you couldn't me. walk like. i just was like what is happening it was oh, just no. it was not a wow. good feeling and finally we just had to throw in the towel and he had to take me home i was a oh, mess shit. so what did you do you was like i had to write it out i just was just stoned just in your bed just like curled up yeah like, i mean you know things happened at home i won't get into all that but <laughs> it got it got better but i mean it was just like uh, it was just a I wasn't prepared for any of that I didn't right. know what was happening I didn't understand it and it's not a good feeling like being super high when that's not <laughs> really what you yeah. want yeah. yeah you're right it's Surprised. not a good feeling you know and this was you know 20 year 20 25 years ago or whatever so there was no information about right right I didn't right. know what THC was or anything so well plus I mean you had Reagan Yes. You know, during the dare, dare program. Oh, just yeah. say no. Just, just say, say no. no. I believe that shit, right? I was <laughs> I, terrified of drugs. I, I thought terrified. I was going to get in trouble. My mom I, was very much like, yeah, no. Right, right. I, I was trying to figure because they all had different terms mm -hmm. for the drug. To be dope, this, this. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what's what? What is it? Yeah, what is it? Can like, you define it? Define it. I'm like a kid with a thumb in my mouth. Like, um, excuse me. Just all of it. Yeah, scared just, of just all of it. Just tell me what. But remember when Nancy Reagan was on, on all our oh, TV yeah. shows and yeah. shit? She was on like different strokes and. Yeah, that's right. You stupid <laughs> right? for that. Remember? You were a fool for that. When you right. It was all a special. Of, yeah, oh, always on a special episode. Yeah. Just indoc they were trying to indoctrinate yeah. that shit into our brains. I remember the commercials <laughs> with the fried egg. I mean, I believed all oh, of it. Oh, the fried egg. Yeah. yeah. You remember, uh, remember the one, um, <laughs> the dad had found his kid's stash and the kid was like, what? I learned it from you, dad. What was that? Oh my it was God. A, it was also an anti-drug But what was that? Was that afternoon special? No, that was a commercial. That oh, was like commercial. a PSA. You know, okay. what? I just saw one with a mother. She, I guess it just is brand new. And she's like, 
I found it. And he's like, leave me alone. Shut the fuck. You know, she's, he pretty much said, shut the fuck up without saying it, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking it's like a meth commercial. And he's going on and on. It's my room. What are you in? Violation of my room. And it, it's about weed. I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, really? Really? You saw that on like local like Yeah, TV? it was recently. It was recently. It was oh, a wow. whole, like a, a chubby um, mother mm-hmm. and her son. And okay. They didn't tell you until the very end what it was. I'm just like. That's fucked up. I mm. swear to God, I thought it was like for meth. Right. Because how he's carrying on, how she's carrying on. Ugh. I thought it was something hard. But no, it's like totally. I, I just, that kind of stuff is like, I feel like, uh, yeah, we got a lot of work to do. The stigma is still very real. Oh, it's real. It, it is. I mean, everybody knows about Brittany Griner getting nine years in Russian prison Dude, for, that was for that. That's a statement. It is a statement. It's also like... Uh, and I mean, I want her out, but we still have people in prison right now in the United States. For oh, people we? are still getting like, arrests increased last year. Yeah, like this is a problem. Yeah. So uh, to me, like I think that's part of why I um, am so passionate about cannabis education, because we're very fortunate. We're in California. We mm-hmm. could we can trip and fall into weed. We could grow it. Some cities don't have retail, but you could get it delivered. Like we have a lot of access. Yeah. But we don't, a lot of people don't understand why the hell it was illegal to begin with. Like that backstory, I think, is important. That's an educational piece. That's that because the government wasn't getting any money. They cut. You get me? Like, yeah. think about it. Um, alcohol is a fucking drug, it's taxed. Cigarettes is a fucking, when you're addicted to this, something, it's taxed. Yeah, it becomes so when they, with weed, they weren't getting taxed. Remember, you know, think about how weird that is. Mm hmm. You going to jail for weed, but now it's legal. I know. And so you're like, it's a, con- about a bitch. It's, not right. it's a contradiction. That's a bad, it's so wrong. That's, that's a- and then how? And then we're we're obviously upset about Britney's situation in Russia, but we're hypocrites because we still have people like we gotta we gotta make some decisions. And I mean, this is the the challenge. Like we have all this access here. Not everybody has this access. Mm-hmm. Each state is different. Each state has to decide for themselves. Whether or not weed is, weed is legal or not, some some have votes, some have constitutional amendments, um, it's but crazy. it's just kind of a and this is all <laughs> over a plant, um, a so natural plant, a natural plant, yeah. and um, so you know it's just uh, I think works. It's great that we have all this access, but I think it's important for people that maybe have a little bit like remember to remember to stay mindful, remember like what's really going on. Don't right. don't forget that. Like, because we still have a lot of work to do. No, you're right. Yeah, because like that Brittany Reiner shit is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was just bringing it up actually. She so she's a 31 year old American basketball player, and then she was convicted for 0.7 grams of THC. Mm-hmm. So she was uh, in Russia on a trip playing, and she's sentenced to nine years, dude. Yeah, did you hear that? It was a, a, a white lady. Mm-hmm. I'm not even putting race with this, but it was a white lady or a guy. And they, it was they got caught with some shit like that, right? She had oh, like, I have it right here. No, but it was they got. They she stayed, had like sixteen grams. I'll have it right here. It no, was look. two weeks. They stayed in prison for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Jail. Here it is, right here, dude. I have it. Uh, Aubrey Lorber, nineteen-year-old American, found guilty smuggling seventeen grams yeah. of weed into Russia on a family vacation, released after two months. Two months. There you go. And detained, uh, detained, and fined fifteen it's just rubles. Britney is a that's a crazy. Name. Mm-hmm. You know, in their head, that's a name. Mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do, not to be really political, they they're trying to make a trade with her mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make, 
There's some people they over they want some people over here. Yeah. And they're like, we'll trade you. Yeah. You get me? And it's messed up off that little bit. I didn't know it was that little bit. It's like a cartridge, which, I mean, how many of us have gone somewhere and been like, oh, shit, I forgot I had this joint right. on me. Yeah. Right, right. But it just reminds you, first of all, like, um, well, first of all, it, weed is not, it's not legal everywhere. So we have all this access here. You got to stay mindful yeah. when you're going out of town, going to another state. Some cities, you got you to gotta stay mindful. Right, right, right. And then also, um, you know, prohibition is still very much a global thing. And, I mean, FYI, for people who don't know, it is informed by the U.S.'s position on prohibition, which was established in the 70s, right. like officially putting we, uh, cannabis on the controlled substances list. So, you know, the U.S. is culpable. Brittany is a black woman. So that's another thing. Again, we have a black person that's got to pay the price for some shit that is legal. Right. It's mostly black and brown people in prison. Yeah. So we got to like, and I mean, this is just the reality. We got to like start. It's wonderful that we can smoke and enjoy it, but we also have to stay mindful of the, like of this dark reality because it's up to us as citizens. We're the ones who have to do something about it. Our elected officials are just, they're not doing anything, but they're also not educated. They're choosing. There's a willful ignorance, I think. What do you mean? Um, I mean, I think, you know, the Biden administration made they 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 ran on a platform partially of at least saying that they were going to try to decriminalize cannabis, meaning make it uh, maybe remove it from the the, where it's drug scheduled right now. Yeah. And not legalize. He never wants wanted to legalize it. Now, I mean, a lot of people have issues with legalizing because if you legalize it, it has to be regulated, and we see what a shit show the regulated market is, right? But the problem with, I mean, there's got to be some action taken. None of that action has been taken, and so we have that. And the fact, I mean, he's. I don't think he's all that educated. I'm sure that his staff is doing the best they can to give him some information on this. But even to go more granular, here in California, I don't know if you guys are aware, but most California cities are banning cannabis retail. That's what I heard. So it was built into the legislation to give cities the option, but what it is, what has happened is they flat out rejected it, and it's because there are city officials who just don't know about, they don't know about cannabis. It's crazy, They though. believe just they know. Because you can make so much money. <laughs> but you know right? what I mean? Colorado being the example. Like, yes. the first one, right? The first one to hit it, yeah. and they just blew up. Every time, any state, every state that turns on, like, adult, you like, recreational weed, like, you see it first quarter, first month, they're selling out. People, people want to smoke weed. They, so li- they like it. Do you think that they need it? These the old people yeah. who are running the country. Once they kind of go bye bye, and the people of our age become old, do you think we'll be able to change that? Um, I think. Um, hmm. Maybe. I think it's actually going to be more of a capitalistic <laughs> motivation. Mm-hmm. So. Um, for example, right, Texas, you, you can't, you're, cannabis is illegal there um, unless you have very, very specific medical issues, like life-threatening. But if you go to Texas, you see CBD shops all over the place. Mm-hmm, so CBD mm-hmm. is a derivative of cannabis. Yeah. It is the what is known as the non-intoxicating right. side, right? You also might see some Delta, what are they called, Delta 8 What's places? That? What's a Delta 8? Delta 8, eight is... Uh, um, also, um, it is a de- it's a it's a lab derived C- thing, tweaking of CBD <laughs> to make it psychoactive. 
So <laughs> there's all this shit going on in Texas to prevent people from purchasing weed to get high. The but the moment either federal legalization happens, so if I own a CBD shop yeah. and, and weed gets legalized federally, I already got my CBD shop. I already got some licensing. I can probably flip this business into a cannabis dispensary uh. and start making that money. Oh, within like a week. Yeah. It's done. A lot of that shit's happening. In, a lot is going on with Florida from the Delta, uh, the Delta 8 side as well. And this is stuff I'm hearing from people that work in these these regions, reporters and journalists that I know. They're going with their assessment. But, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a capital. It's money. Yeah. It's about money. So that's yeah. yeah. Right. So that's if they so just haven't figured out the right way to get their money, that's right. why this shit but hasn't yeah. happened. It's right. so simple though. Like it really does. Like in I, terms I, yeah. of like Don't the medicine. Over, first yeah. of all, the medicine they already proved that it's actually really beneficial for a lot of There's people. A lot in, of uh, research conditions done. and mm -hmm. like anxiety and depression. But like you actually helps people. People are brainwashed with that shit. Yeah, though, like right? right over the centuries. Yeah, like hearing that shit on TV every day, every time. Yeah, right. It didn't work for us with Dare, but. Think about your parents yeah. and before that shit, you know, like my parents are smoking, though. Oh, yeah. that's so crazy. Like I grew up with a fucking ashtray, you know, the little circular thing. And I knew about pinners and all that. Like my oh, mom. Sure. was. Yeah, well, but was I think black and brown communities, I think that cannabis is part of I think it's very commonly part of our existences. You know, I mean, I especially growing up in the Bay Area. Right. I, I mean, I, I grew up with weed like my dad smoked it. But my mom had, did not want anything to do yeah. with it. But I, but she yeah. didn't judge it either. It wasn't like she she had any judgment against him. It was just something she didn't want anything well, to do she with. Well, she wanted me you to do. Yeah, she wanted me to stay the fuck away. <laughs> right. from She loves that I'm in with like now. It's like that movie. It's like a movie. The dude walks in the room. He's like, "What are y'all doing?" And he's like, "This is coke. You don't want that, man." <laughs> You don't want that. It gets you happy. It makes you your attention's high, and it's great for sex. You don't want oh it, man. God, that's from and Walk Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk Hard. That's yeah. So yeah, you don't want none of this, man. You don't want none Stay of this. Stay away, Stay man. away with it. <laughs> and that's it what happened that with is. weed and then with pills yeah, and then with cocaine. Yeah, every single <laughs> shit. And that's right. what that is. You know, your mom's like, yo. You baby, you don't yeah, want none of this. You don't want this. <laughs> this weed is gonna give you imagination, make you write, and make you give you all. You can write a book tomorrow. Right, right. Everything tastes good. Yeah, it tastes good. And get music you sounds thinking. better. Music sounds. Sex is good. Yeah, Sex is good. Yeah, I know. I you know. get deeper with your thoughts. <laughs> you don't want none of this, baby. Well, you can't handle this. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people. If you, you, if you want to. I mean, Nixon. Part of why he was so fixated on it was because of the counterculture and because of. Um, people fighting for the rights, you know, black people trying to fucking get their rights in the street. Yeah. If you have a, if you are evolving your mind, you know, that's a dangerous thing too. Right. Some people view, but you know, I, I'm really excited to be in this industry. Like, I don't want it to be all doom and gloom. And I'll be honest with you, especially after the pandemic, you guys, like. I actually develop a newfound appreciation for cannabis. I realize I have to be more uh, mindful with it. I can't just like sit around and smoke all day. Mm. I'm, tr I'm trying to, uh, Domingo, you and I were talking before we came on air um, about developing a meditation practice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I started right, like it ended up being a month before the pandemic hit. Um, so my timing was good. But over the last two, two and a half years, I've been really developing this practice 
and it just you know it kind of it makes you kind of step back and stop for a moment and i i want to continue to have that kind of a relationship with weed like i love these cute little pre-rolls like it's my favorite thing ever but then that ritual of grinding and getting that the rolling papers i'm terrible at it out let me let me back up cleaning my bong getting that lemon juice in the water figuring out which strain i want to enjoy first like just kind of that intention deeper yeah and i'm feeling like um i mean definitely during the height of covid like my favorite weed brand that shit was getting delivered to my house every two weeks like i they were on like first name basis like there was like a little note for me like so hardcore like and i because i just was really struggling so what was it that had you pivot because you said you were were you abusing it to an Mm. an extent where it was just like a crutch like you Mm. had to escape or and then you developed a practice with your intentions and like the reason why and the timing of Mm. it like what was your transition i think i was yeah i was just starting i I was still freelance writing um so since i was freelance i could kind of control my day how much my work you know my work but there were times during the week where i'm starting to smoke at like noon one o'clock and it's like i i don't i'm not productive i can't at least at that time i wasn't those were not productive periods when i would do that and it would impact my ability to, it impacts my business. If I'm spending most of the day smoking, I'm not networking. I'm not looking for new clients. I'm yeah. not, um, but also I just was in so much pain. I was dealing with so much emotional turmoil. We had so much happening in the world. Um, the racial uprisings were having their impact on me on my personal individual level. And um, I just kind of had to, I just had to make it, there was just a moment, I mean, I had a really dark suicidal thought and I just knew like, I need to get some help. I need to kind of start working on my, my healing. And weed is not, and they can't do it on its own. Like that's not the no, thing. Right. I got to have a holistic approach. I realized I wasn't exercising enough. So I had to come back to that, bring that back into my life. So it was just, it ended up being just different things I tried. And you know, the more, you know how it is, like once you start a journey and you like, are healing and maybe discovering some things about yourself, you want to kind of know more. You want to kind of keep, yeah, going keep going and building on yeah. that. So you said, and I hate to back it up, but I'm not yeah. trying to make this that that different stroke special. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you said, but you said you thought about suicide. So were you mm-hmm. in depression? And what was that over? If you don't mind me asking. No, I don't mind at all. It, you know, it was the fall of 2020, and that's that lighter over there. This is, oh yes, this is a small. Let's get moment. yeah, let's go. Let's this, get oh, deep with shit. it. Get no. deep with I'm, it. Hell yeah. Um, fall of 2020. Um, isolation was real. Lockdown was really still. It, lockdown was almost the whole freaking year, especially in the Bay Area, because the Bay Area got up on that right, right away. <laughs> Um, and as a freelancer, because I was already working from home, it was just really easy for me to not go anywhere. So it was just me and my husband in our apartment, which our apartment was normally really, really big when we were busy and active. But when it's lockdown, it was not big enough. And yeah, I was depressed because of, you know, humanity was in crisis. I was depressed because black people were getting shot in the street. Mm. I was depressed because... Um, I was frustrated with writing for the cannabis industry. I can be honest about that. I found my, weed helped me find my voice as a writer, but it's been difficult for me to figure out like where that voice fits. I have a particular point of view. I just happen to just really enjoy smoking weed and I wanna write about the experience of maybe a nice dinner party or a, you know, that, but then also tell the stories of the people 
behind it, you know, especially if it's a black or brown person, a woman, a veteran. Like, I love connecting with people um, through their entrepreneurship in this industry. I find it interesting that they would go for that. The connection. That con- yeah. yeah, that connection. Um, and so I was really struggling with figuring out. Oh, OK, thank you. It's my turn to puff. Um, I was really struggling with figuring out myself as a writer during this time of like frustration in the cannabis industry. Mm. So, so the pandemics don't—that's what got you into depression. Um, I think it unveiled. Yeah, I think it rose a lot of things to the surface. Uh, brought it out a lot. Brought a lot. Of, uh, yeah, brought a lot, a lot to the surface. They exposed a lot of shit. Uh, exposed a yeah. lot of some old traumas that yeah, I, you I know, you. I got you. And when you're when you're in fear of this some big thing like a pandemic like other fears start to kind of come up you get reminded of like some shit that like freaked you out 25 years ago damn yeah so it just a lot of thought a lot of thought yeah yeah. and then i'm smoking (laughs) weed half the day and not directing this you know these feelings in the right in in any in healthy ways Uh and so i just kind of that depressed that depressive moment i realized you know i want to live so let's get healthy Let's figure it. Let's figure this out. And then, so I just started. I started on a journey, man. Well, welcome and back, deep. mentally. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm grateful. That, the falling that rabbit hole is, and to get out that rabbit hole mm-hmm. is a fucking journey. It is a journey. I've been through man. that, and that's yeah. a motherfucking journey. How'd you get through it? Um, friends. Yeah. Mm, friends. Yeah. I had the right clan at the right time. I I went through this deep, 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 like. Violent, just mm. not violent. When you say violence, motherfucker, think I'm just walking to a nun and just hitting her in the jaw. <laughs> no, you know I'm like going. Last I'm going to a club and I'm just like, you know, and you get intoxicated. And, who wants some and of this? Who wants some? You priest, you put your Bible down. We, you know, but it was more like, <laughs> it was more deep. And I had a couple friends, and I remember being like. The 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 um, what do you call it? The shades of dark, right? Uh-huh. But you go in, when you go in a depression, you go in a dark hole, yeah. and you you don't like light. And I just remember a couple of my boys just walking in. It's like, motherfucker, this is mm-hmm. it's too damn dark in here. Boom. Or I remember he fucking in my apartment with some chick. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the deep hole like I want it. I want to do that again. I want Yeah. You know, remember, was it Lord of the Rings? What's that little? Oh, Smeagol. Smeagol. I was like Smeagol. Gollum, right? Gollum. 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 I was yeah. like him. Yeah. You know, and and then I had the right clan. And he was like, you know, he was like, hey, you can get this, but you got to go over there. Come get it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. the chick, I remember the chick didn't even have no interest in me. I remember just going in the room like, come here. You know, and those guys, <laughs> <laughs> come here, get me over here. Thank you. <laughs> I'm back almost. Come here. Get over here. <laughs> Get over here. It's all baby steps. <laughs> yeah, it's baby steps. <laughs> and those friends really helped me oh, yeah. get out of it. And them teasing me about how I was acting or whatever. When I, and when your friend's teasing, it's not really a tease. It's just them fucking with you. Yeah, they're trying to make you laugh. They try and get me out of that. Yeah. Because they remember the old name. Yeah. And that's what helped me. And that's why I think asking a person how they got out of it how did you get out of it Mm. um i mean yeah so at that particular point it started out with um 
a racial healing from racial trauma workshop. It was like six weeks that you went on this. Uh, it was it was virtual. It was a virtual workshop. Interesting. And uh, my friend Chanel um, Durley, amazing uh, wellness practitioner. Um, she led it. It was a, it was for Black, Brown people and their allies. I'm good. Thank Dope. you. And we met once a week, and um, I think it was like it was like five or six weeks. And we just like started digging through some old shit. And I just was like, first of all, I, you know, they say that trauma lives in your body. And I actually experienced, I understood it uh, in these, in these sessions from these moments, like letting that out, releasing that, um, the body wants to let it go, Uh you know? And it was really, really deep. And I felt it's amazing at the end of that, period I felt a lot lighter I felt an immediate difference so I was like okay what else now what what else can I do I'm reading stuff like post-traumatic slave syndrome I'm talking to my mom about um, my upbringing I had a different under I finally so many things in click became clear like as a kid I thought oh my god my mom is so overprotective like I can't do anything it's because she, she didn't want me to die. Like, yeah, she's, been, yeah. you know, trying to save my life. But as a, I didn't understand that as right, a right. child. So Her mindset was different. Mindset right, was different. Right. And so I understand my mother purpose, better, yeah. which is a beautiful thing, That's nice. you know. So it just like the more the more I pursued, like trying to figure that stuff out and really going inside and, and letting some shit go, like just the better shit right. got. Um, but it really also took me in a different trajectory, and so my marriage is coming to an end now, and that's okay. We're just we're just going on different journeys, just unveiling different things Un- in you, yeah. things in you that you didn't realize, and now you get to journey into that. I get to go do that. Is it a discover uh, new uh, things? And I pray, yeah, I pray that it's a good breakup. No, no, um, no issues. It good. Is, it That's good. That's wonderful. So far, beautiful. everybody's wanting everybody to just kind of be happy and, yeah. and, and go that's their That's beautiful. Ways. So that's very rare. It uh, is. Rare to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I totally that's can beautiful. relate to that. And thank goodness. Like, what a blessing in being grateful for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Fucking I'm respects. super grateful. Yes, yeah, a lot of respect. It isn't, it's not that common, so <laughs> I hope it sticks. And what's your last name again? McMillan. All right. McMillan. Uh-oh. I got a question for yeah, you. Yeah. I like that. McMillan. If I was like, <laughs> if she was in high school <laughs> and she was playing sports, I would be hyped to be like, I get to introduce her. Give it <laughs> up, <laughs> McMillan. <laughs> 20, number 24. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. I'm, I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> right? It. She's in the jersey. Yeah. Like, yes. What? She's like coming out of the my paper. my favorite announcer. I would do like a pew, pew, pew. I would do like. <laughs> I give you the signal. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to do it back. Platoon, you'd have to, platoon. You'd have to do it back. Big man ass. It'd be, it'd be a mess, yeah. What <laughs> inspires you in life? Ooh, oh my God. That is a really good question. You happen to have me in a particularly inspired time in my life. And right now, what's inspiring me is connection with people. And I think it's because I was in that isolation for so long. But, and I don't need to be around, I don't need to be at like outside lands, although I wish I was at grasslands. Shout out to everybody who's at that right now. Um, I don't need to be at Coachella. This, a conversation with two people where we're just fucking just talking about it is like, it just is. Fe- I am just like 
is feeding me so much. I'm writing more than I've written in my whole life. Like I write for a living and then I'm journaling and I'm doing all, it's just, it's just really energizing me just to be um, in humanity with people, um, especially because people really are going through shit and want to talk about it. Right. And I'm like, let's Facts. share. Yeah. Facts, not, yeah, but not mm-hmm. everybody likes to share. Not everybody likes to share. Yeah. And I, and that, fair enough, that's real too. Not everybody on that journey, you know, I've had several, I can, I can gauge it mm-hmm. by the conversation starting. So you were like, okay, I can only go so far. Yeah. And then things get really yeah. weird for them and they're not able to meet me and that. But when but you are, but when you are, it's amazing. It's amazing. You get to mm-hmm. unveil more stuff and share and then understand each other from a balance, like, of like, oh, I'm yeah. not alone. Yeah. Right. You know, like, I got other folks that, are, that care. Yeah, and then your circle gets smaller, mm-hmm. which is good because mm-hmm. you can like filter out like who's fucking up your energy. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, uh, yeah, I can only handle this guy for ten you, minutes. You remember rolling deep? Remember it'd be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta call ten people yeah. to go out. Yeah. Like, remember that? Oh yeah, coordinating. So I was like, I was like one of the coordinators. Yeah. You know, like now it's like, oh no. You remember MySpace? <laughs> oh remember yeah, my, yeah. And I used MySpace strictly. It wasn't to say, hi, Domingo, hi, McMahon. It was none of that shit, right? Okay. It was strictly the ask, where's the next party at? <laughs> that was it. It's your event. Oh, that, that was, was your moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where's the party? And I would go down the list, <laughs> down yeah. the 40 list. Oh, yeah, it was a huge and list. And just hit people, be like, hey, where's the party? Any party going on? Yes. So funny you say that, dude. I used to write down because I used to promote for my, my hip-hop shows. And like, all right, I had a list of people I had to hit just to promote. Like, hey, yeah. where, where, where we at? I'm over here. I'm over here. You know, check this out. Right. Check this. It was like a promotional thing. <laughs> yeah, man. And huge. Like, yeah. No, dog, ain't nothing going. Bubble boom, bubble boom. Oh, the bubble. <laughs> we got something. It's like, I'm on to something. <laughs> I'm on to something. <laughs> MySpace was so fun. It was. It was fun. It, it was. was so fun because it didn't have any of that baggage that social media has right now. It was purely. You're right. It was purely what song am I? Do I want on my oh profile? My God. And Huge what kind deal. of do I want? Sparkles and rainbows? Or do <laughs> I want like industrial like robots? Like you're fucking right. Right. It was so much it fun. It wasn't no drama. Like. What None. Was it? I just now got back on social media because of this fool and her. Like, <laughs> but, and it was a fight, right? Okay. So it was about nine years ago. I got Facebook. Okay. Well, I was on Facebook a little bit, but I didn't know what to use it for. So I got, I used to go on there and I made a comment. Mm-hmm. And people was like, oh shit, this is, you know, they give you the likes. So I was yeah, like, all yeah. right. Yeah. And, and I kept doing it. And then I hit a, a, a roadblock and somebody was like, that is, Fucking out of control, nonsense, and shouldn't be. You shouldn't be thinking that way. And and, and what are you doing, speaking in that manner? And I was why? like, Oh boy, you must so, have really fucked well, up. No, it was not. It was simple. Right, I'm sure. right? that's what they all. Say. It was simple. <laughs> it was simple. And I just left cold turkey for those what four months. Okay, I love social media. I just now got back on it, probably. Right during the pandemic or after the pandemic, yeah, you were and traumatized. It, no, I was, I was just like, I don't need this stupid shit. No. Like, yeah, like Backlash. I don't, I didn't even know the person. Yeah, right. yeah. so they have the right to. Just if I just met you, shit. right, mm-hmm. and you cussed me out for something, I say, like, "Who the fuck is this chick?" Right, like, you would think I was crazy. I'm crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I just I lost like, my you mind. Are, you out of control. I'm out of control. Coming at me maybe like dangerous. Right, coming at me like that. Yeah, him. 
I'm like, all right, this is my boy. Right. And I'll listen. Even though at the end of the day, I'll text him, you a fool. You're done for taking that. <laughs> you like, take that you're shit. Out, yeah. I'm you. But it's my boy. Of course. And that's why I look at social media is <laughs> that people you don't even know are commenting on gestures you're pretty much saying for people you know. You're right. Or things you've said hella long ago, and they can pull that shit oh, back that, up. Man, that's now. ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Really? What? It's, it's really complicated, and it's interesting for our generation, too. Like, we're, I don't know how you are. I know you and I are the same age, Domingo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're. I'm 22. Yeah, you're, you're totally You're young. just, you're yeah. fresh out of college. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> fresh out of Berkeley. With all that gray hair and, yeah. your, and your beard. <laughs> that's wisdom, because I, 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 you I stress my stuff. It's, yes. I stress my It's stuff. all those brains yeah, giving you the, yep. Thank you. I get it. She's a woman of wisdom, black woman of wisdom. I grew up in Berkeley, I know. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, our generation, like we were, like analog and digital. Like we, 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 we fully we lived with. Yeah, we lived the bridge. We lived the bridge, and so what I, what I am constantly trying. I have to train myself every so often, but social media for me serves a very specific purpose, and it's so I can share my work yeah. and look at uh, my feed is weed, drag queens, cats. Plants. <laughs> nope, only weed. Oh, that's plant. Yeah, it's plants. Plant, plant plants. medicine. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that's mainly that's mainly it. Like you know, killing that's time and entertainment. And I, it's it's difficult because I don't know if I can really feel like I can really fully be myself. But nobody's really there for me to be myself. I'm there to share a particular narrative. Yeah, yeah. And so if I can kind of keep it in that lane, somebody recently posted on my page. I have not had a lot of trolls experience not and not inviting that i don't want that um (laughs) but this person like wrote something about you know why does it have to be about um black and brown this and that like why can't it why there's enough space at the table for all it's something i've heard before and it's somebody who's questioning why i've centered the stories of black and brown people in my, some of my journalistic work, and I wrote back. I thought about it, and I was like, Keisha, is this, am I going to get angry about this? Like, what do we want to do? And I thought, let me think about this rationally. And so I wrote a comment. I said, before I delete your comment, I just wanted to reply, you know, I'm writing about, as a black woman in cannabis, I'm writing about this industry from a perspective that, from my perspective, this is what's interesting to me. And yeah. that was it. And they immediately, like, it was like three or four comments, like five minutes later. And I was like, oh, fuck this shit. And I just deleted <laughs> it and blocked and I just moved on. I have no time for any of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm, I'm just not interested. I've gotten, like, uh, weird. Every once in a while, I'll get, like, a sugar daddy e- email. It's very <laughs> rare. Like, there's a sugar <laughs> Wait, wait, you're going to have to explain It'll be that. a man who's <laughs> offering to to take care of me or asking he's really just straight up asking am i looking am i on the market for such a thing it's what? only happened twice it's only happened twice i mean i'm not want to make it seem like it happens every six months or anything yeah, this was he working hey, whatever dude right. he be working. modest but i'm like is Insta- he's the, the old man in walmart the, 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 the greeters right the greeters. take care of you girl but, but my thing is like is instagram where i want to get that <laughs> right is that where I want that from? Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, reassess yeah. your priorities. Here. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I probably let me go to like an or, a, a particular type of sugar daddy website or something if that is what I want. Yeah. But no, thank you. I well, mean, that's a great compliment. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I guess it's weird though because uh, yeah, he's throwing right. a hail mary. Because think about that. 
Yeah, it's I a could, risk. And he's typing. I could take care of you. You're like, motherfucker, we even, you didn't even say hello. No, like, there's no hi, my name is yeah. whatever. no gradual. How, I, I hope how... you're having a nice day. Are you by any chance looking for a Yeah, there's no gradual. There's like, no. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe that you got that kind of money. And what is his probability? Like, what's the percentage? What's like, the yeah. likelihood is is that is he's it? actually rich and yeah. wanting to take care of all that. my bills? Right. He got that, you. I I think it's doubtful. He got you on the first three dinners, <laughs> right? And after that, you paying. <laughs> they, oh, I left my wallet at home, baby. Right, right, right. And my grandkids, my, my great great grandkids. I got mean, that shit. you know, I feel sometimes I'm so out of touch with it, with all that shit. But then I'm like grateful because I'm not invested. I don't care. I yeah. I I don't trust You're anything I see on the internet, and so it's like. Or on Instagram, I do my research and shit. So I don't. Ha- I can detach myself, but I'm entering a time when, you know, as a, I'm an older single woman, and people are hella into all the apps and all that. Mm. And I just am like, I don't know if I'm gonna perform well in that world. I'm right, sorry. Right. I think yeah. I'm just gonna be Natural. strictly old school. Natural. I might regress. I might get like a landline and be like, you know, yeah, like yeah, and you an answering a, machine. Right. You're gonna send it. <laughs> send a mail, a letter. <laughs> She'll go letter, dude. Uh, She'll go letter quick. No, I don't give up my cell phone. Give me your address. I'll send you a postcard. You gotta like fold it like in a heart shape and shit. It's a bird. Yeah, it's a bird. The little Asian Chinese shit. Or the shit. origami stuff. Yeah. That, where's it called? Or, origami. 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 Yeah, yeah it's I like a puzzle and yeah. shit. You got to figure this out. Press. Like, and she got pressed, man. Just opens <laughs> by. It bloomed into <laughs> a flower. Yeah. Like, goddamn, she's serious. <laughs> like, if you show up to all that, it's all good. Yeah. I mean it. In. I'm really into you. Yeah. yeah. If, you get, if you get an origami floral bouquet. <laughs> and the other dude was like, damn, she only gave me a triangle. She folded it in a triangle. She gave you that? This is a sales ship or something. Yeah, it's a ship. Ah, Baby, I was just trying to tell you something with the triangle. Oh, no. The origami, that's my boo. <laughs> that's hella funny. That's so, so funny. Know. Yeah, I get you. But yeah, yeah. But yeah no, but back to your original question, connection with people and writing. I, writing is extremely therapeutic. What do you write? Um, I journaling, do like a lot of journaling. Journal. Mostly journaling, yeah. yeah. And what? I have a notebook. I'm very into pen and paper, but then I also have an online one too. So I'm in, my, in my Google Drive, I have a file where i'm what do you I'm, cover? A, I'm in a couple of like what is your main oh, source yeah um just like how i'm feeling like i do a lot of i used to write very descriptively i i would describe a situation in extreme detail and then analyze it mm-hmm. i don't do the detail so much anymore i kind of just kind of dig right into you know this is what's going on in my head you or this is what through, i'm thinking you about. move through the, the 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 scene let it be stream of consciousness yeah. and um but also just like kind of get out my true feelings, just like really nice. express, put into words what is what is happening. You know, it's helpful. It is. It's really, really Instead helpful. Instead of keeping that shit inside. Yeah. yeah. And it's all, I've been journaling since I was like nine. Right, right. Like do you have, so you have all your books? I do. So it looks like some kind of like serial killer where you have like a <laughs> library of all your thoughts, right? It's just a library. <laughs> oh my God, that's you stupid. I shall <laughs> walk Johnny to the room <laughs> and stab <laughs> him in the spine. Right. Cajun. It's like the, there's a bunch of triangles and letters and yeah. numbers, but there's like a <laughs> weird scribble. Like they're always yeah. like pressing the pen too hard in the paper. Right. I'm like, goes what? through three papers and shit. Yeah. You're she like, drawing dark circles, just like, circles. This just. is a dark moment in Casey's life. This was a dark hole in my life. I understand. And it was a parallel. And she remembers the date too. I do. This was November fourth, 
1985. There's no date on that paper. And the handwriting is extremely tiny and, <laughs> and very straight yeah. lines. You're like, nobody's going to read this. Very <laughs> straight lines. No, I do like a notebook and pen, but I do like, so I have, um, I'm in a couple of support groups, and so I like to have my online journal too in case I want to type out something. That's yeah. beautiful. I've done really voice. Helpful. So I've, I've, oh, yeah. I used to write a lot, like MC and write songs and stuff and poetry and mm-hmm. whatnot, but like voice just, Sound like sound like different frequency. I'm a DJ for mm-hmm. fucking sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course sound frequency, mm-hmm. but like hearing myself in thought after I spoke it is fucking powerful for me. Yeah, it, has, it works for me. So I'll record myself like I'm going through it. And like hey, you know, I had this argument with my aunt or something like that, and boom, I just get it out, and then I'll listen to it right away. You do, and then you can hear like yeah. the process and the tone as well. Wow! Like the accent, like how would I say it? How am I saying it? Am I saying angry? Am I saying? I'm like, oh shit! Like, yeah, almost a third person. You're listening to yourself, wow. third person, but yeah. it, it's that's really beautiful. healing. It's been really healing. Oh my for god, me. that's deep. I should that try is. that. I've never done that before. Yeah. When I try it, I think about it, right? And I'm like, all right, and it sounds beautiful when I think it. Yeah. And then when I bring it out to record, it's not the same way. Oh mm-hmm. wow! You get me? Mm-hmm. It's not the same way because I'm now I'm, I'm thinking what like before, I'm like all right, boom, 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 and it's like damn, that was great. Mm-hmm. Let me get my, you know, something to record. Okay. But writing, I'm I write, like comedies, right? Mm-hmm. Just comedy, and make the situation funny. Mm-hmm. But if I Domingo, that's that's hard because when you're you're you're, you know, you're getting recorded. You yeah, you yeah. have to separate yeah, yourself. Yeah, you got to like, separate okay, gotta that. Get this it's out. not yeah. a recording. You and not mm-hmm. think about it. Like yeah. It's like, all right, I'm not recording. I'm just speaking just now. Speaking. I'm just speaking to myself. That's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's really good. Hard. It's been really good for me, though. It, yeah, it that, helps a lot. I think that would be hard for me, too. And then to immediately listen to it, yeah. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I mean, I even... I have whole journals where I just wrote the shit down and put that shit oh, over there. Oh, you had to just put it away. Yeah, just... It was just... And I... And I haven't yeah, yeah. looked, looked at back at them. Yeah. Some I have, but but some of the stuff you just need to release. Just yeah. had to let it go. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you let that go. Like it's out there now. Now I feel good. Yeah. I Damn, this is deep. You said shit. something earlier. You were like, um, about being yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're probably on that piece of paper. You're being yourself. Oh yeah. Because when you try to be yourself with a lot of people, man, and no matter how long they know you 30 years 20 10 and but like they still look at you as a odd ball sometimes yeah you get me yeah i do yeah, and, and and that piece of paper and you are are mm-hmm. mr d you and that recording oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. you and that recording or that pen and paper and you get to actually be yourself because you're like this is me. This well, is my nobody true around form. to judge yeah. you. So there's it, nobody around, right? Yeah, yeah. This is my there's true no, form. There's no audience. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just unbridled. Like yeah. who you are, you're just stripped away. And people are afraid to be themselves. Yeah. Because everybody wants to judge on how you are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, Absolutely. And I feel like I feel bad for people. And I, I sometimes I fall in that rut, but I have this, I don't give a fuck rut. You get me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think everybody sh- needs to follow that. Not me, but I'm saying that who gives a fuck if they look at you, how your mind is, or Domingo, how your mind is. Because there's no, re- I mean, you got weird, 
But it's no such thing as a weird person. Sometimes yeah. I think because it's weird if you're a fucking molester or some shit, crazy stuff like but that. But it's like mostly misunderstood, really. A molester, motherfucking. Mis- but just people but that I'm are saying, misunderstood but, but and I'm not so, being yeah, heard. That right? person used to shake in high school. Right. Like, did you actually get to talk to him? Why is he weird? Why, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you're, you're not understanding their journey. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- I mean, it's like judgment, basically. It, it's a. It's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's something I'm. I've grappled with my whole life. Like, people have expectations of who you're supposed to be, right. but those expectations mm. are more about that person. They're not actually Facts. about you. Dude, you hit a home run. She hit it right there. So, you hit a home run. but but when you're a kid, when you experience that, you're not accepted by your peers. Or whatever you don't, you take that personally. You don't understand. You don't understand any of that stuff. Um, and so it's just something where over time, and it's something I am focusing on right now, you got to like, the main thing is that self-love where you, that's the main thing. Yep. Just being, just like going up in there and just loving on yourself. Uh. And that, what comes naturally is the not giving a fuck about anyone else. I always, I always have been like, don't give a fuck. Who cares what anybody yeah, thinks? And I thought what everybody, I thought about what everybody thought. I was Overly concerned, overly concerned, which is with consuming. What I, yes, like you, then you lose yourself in that. Lose like your, yourself, right. absolutely. Don't don't develop your own personality because you're so busy trying to please yep. other people. Yeah. You know, like yeah, that's a that kind of shit. You that's know? a big one. It's so a huge one. Learn that during the pandemic. So yeah, like, mm-hmm. big, people amazing. pleasing, codependency. That's yeah, the yeah. big one that I'm working on. Just Thanks. like looking outside of myself for that love. And it's like, no, it has to be all with me. Mm-hmm. And I am a weirdo. I'm very comfortable now with being weird, but it took a long time. Mm. I wanted to fit in. Right. You know, I was the kid who like, I was I was the black girl who was into Star Trek and New Kids on the Block. I was not cool. <laughs> you know, okay? I was in Star Trek. But I was big I in the Star Trek. No, no, no New Kids, kids, no new kids fans for over here. Girl. That was just me. Step by step. I don't know. Y'all know the song. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the radio. Shit. I oh. know. Couldn't escape it. I'm sorry, guys. Step I was part of that machine. Oh, baby. Oh, man. I'm never going to escape that. Oh, yeah. The right stuff. And when you look back, it's funny because yeah. you wasn't exposed to like the bad boy. You know how they had the fire guys. Yeah. Every bad. One's the bad boy. Bad one's boy. the sweetheart. Yeah. One's yeah. The, the baby. The baby. The cutie. The yeah. cutie. <laughs> yeah. How many siblings do you have? I have one sister. I have, she's five years younger than me. So who's okay. the black sheep between you? Oh, shit. Oh, oh that's the, an interesting the question. Breaker. The um, cycle breaker. <laughs> so we have different moms, right? So we didn't grow oh. up in the same household. Oh, okay. So it's, okay. I mean, in a w- we're both in a way like sort of both only children. Right. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 But I always felt like I was kind of the weirdo. I don't know if she would agree or not. But like, I, you know, C- Cicely, her name's Cicely. She's fucking amazing. She's like my hero. Uh-huh. Um, fucking hella smart. But she's, you know, the business person. Like she could excel the hell out of anything. Smart mind makes good investments. And I'm the artist. I barely have any money. Yeah, like, you're I'm, doing it. You're I've had, I'm, up. up until a few years ago, like the longest I'd been at a job was like a year. Like I just, <laughs> you know, I just like to kind of go with the flow. Yeah, I just yeah. need, I need my work life balance. You're you know, spirit. Yeah. You're a free spirit. Yeah. I'm a little bit more of a free spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's dope. All right. no there you go. Wow, what a just contrast <laughs> between night and day. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd make a great business or a Cheech and Chong comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We would. We would. We've talked about it. We're thinking about it. So, <laughs> was, uh, so in high school, 
Did you feel like you belonged? No, I wasn't cool. But I mean, I hung out with a bunch of girls. I went to Holy Names High, by the way, all girls Catholic school. Shouts out. Uh, shouts out. Um, I went. I, I hung out with girls who we all were like comfortably weird together i guess we all were nobody really we were all kind of rejected the nomads yeah we were the all like the super artists. into school and a couple of us were artists and you know yeah. sensitive and into nougas on the block and you know all that shit <laughs> so uh no yeah um yeah that so, was high school but so so you were in another like construct of, of being black as well so you're mm. like in between did you get flack from like you know, your brothers and sisters, like, mm. giving you shit. Like, what are you doing? New kids on the block. What? Yeah, yeah no, for sure. I mean, you yeah. Need some of the, you need to get some of this. <laughs> yeah. Some of this shot day. I will say this. I did get into shot day right on time in college. <laughs> there you go. They're like, Doing what about Love the Deluxe. Boys? The Love Deluxe era. But no. no what about the boys? What about another bad creation, girl? <laughs> right. Like, okay, so I I was, yes, I I liked Ralph Macchio from fucking Karate, Karate Kid. Kid? And my course. dad Come was on. like, what about Theo Huxtable? Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's cute. Did that motherfucker oh, yeah. say Theo? Like, dad, come on. That's what he Theo, said. Theo, Theo. He did boy. say that, did he? he but did. I, he did. But yeah, no, I. Boy. And my mama ever said, what about Denise? I'm like, man, shut the that's fuck the up. That's the Denise, really? Steve Urkel. <laughs> really? That's a fake family. He ain't going to be no Denise one of me. Yeah, I mean, I what was about Theo? What about Arnold? <laughs> what about Don't Arnold? you like sweaters, baby? <laughs> Theo wears a lot of sweaters. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, that was the model black family on TV at the time, if oh, you guys yeah, recall. No. Historic. Hey, you know, historic. Headed by he who shall not be named, I yes, guess. Yes, we funny will not mention his name. Motherfuckers in the beginning, in the Cosby show, mm -hmm. I was too young to know and hear about it. But you hear about it as you go on. Black people were against it. Because they were like, no, we're not, we're not like that. Well, we're really? Not in, yeah. It was like, we're not in, we don't. I think it was more. I think it was more like you know. Show. Again, you know, this does not represent all black people. Like we don't all live this life. Like you know, you know, this we were still living in the eighties. It was still like, yeah. one, and that was an incredibly successful show. But oh, it was successful. like, you know, it didn't Rare. represent all of us. But you so. know, what? it was good because and me growing up in Oakland, right? Yeah, from born to thirteen. Yeah, the Cosby Show. I can't relate to that shit. Right. But but when I got older. Like, it was good to see another side. Absolutely. You got Martin. Yes. You got the Fresh Prince. You got, it, it really gave you the carpet that we can have a variety of how we live. Representation. Ain't got to be always boys in the hood. Exactly. Right, right, right. South Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. It, it don't always have to be I that, mean, that's bro. why I liked, uh, I mean, Good Times was hilarious, but that was in the hood. But, yeah. like, yeah. Different Strokes was a big fucking <laughs> show for me, dude. It that, was. They, I yeah. mean, drug deals, like pedophiles yeah. and shit. Like, they it was some deep-ass shit. They and they were rich-ass black kids like, and from yeah. the hood. It was, and that related to it because I used to look at myself as Arnold and me and my brother. <laughs> Not we. <laughs> I was in the midget, but was I was just like, my, his brother and him had a big age gap. Yeah, yeah. And you could tell it was authentic. 
how they used to interact on that show. You remember? Yeah, yeah dude. He actually treated him like a younger brother. It was a yeah. sweet. They were sweet. Todd Bridges. Todd Shout Bridges. out to Todd yeah. Bridges. Did you guys see the the recreation? No. <laughs> of, what? Of, yeah. They did an episode of Different Strokes where Kevin Hart played Arnold. Oh, they put that man perfect. on the white man's Who lap. Who played his brother? Do you see that? Who played his brother? Did you see that? They put Kevin Arnold. Yo, I saw it on YouTube. Wait, Kevin Hart I saw that shit on YouTube. I need to see that. Willis. I forgot. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, who played? Yeah, Snoop was Snoop Dogg was the friend. Snoop Dogg was the friend. Oh, oh yeah, the friend. Uh, what was it? I saw Larry it on or something. That Let shit was look. hilarious. You have to watch it. What's yeah. that white dude name? Who's a good actor? He played on Seventh Rock or whatever. And I, I looked. Lithgow. John Lithgow. And yeah. when I saw Kevin Hart sit on his lap, I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck am I watching?" <laughs> so brilliant. And I wasn't even high. I was like, no, you didn't. Gross. You didn't need to be. Yeah, because I was like, it was like a fever dream. It Kevin Hart is like thirty-two, sitting on a <laughs> grown ass man, grown ass man. playing. He's playing a little boy yeah. sitting on a grown ass man. His dad, his adopted father's lap. But, uh, what you no, you're about right though. Is. Representation matters, which is I'm going back to cannabis for a second. I mean, that is part of why I am trying to have some kind of presence in this industry because. It, there's a lot of most of the people at the top are, are white and male mm. and so um but most of the people in prison are black and brown yeah. so yeah, yeah. so i also feel like there's a lot of women just like killing it in this industry and anything i can do to kind of try to spotlight what they're up to this, i want to do this is the best time for women right here I mean y'all backing each other it's up. not a great time for women in this country it's a fight so we do have to back each but other up. But y'all backing each other up. This Which, is the yeah. difference of now, because you had the Me Too movement, just you, you, it's y'all backing each other up now. Yeah. Really hardcore now. Mm -hmm. Like, remember when I was little, I remember, like, I used to be confused about y'all. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't be messing with her. But then y'all have been... Y'all are like, I don't be fucking with women. Mm -hmm. I only got two girls as friends. Yeah. Right, you yeah. Everybody was an enemy. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> and it's good to see y'all getting stronger and coming together. Well, the patriarchy is some bullshit. It's also, it is also a deeply embedded in yeah. pretty much everybody's psyche. Right. So mean? that's what do you mean? that the meaning woman is the, second. The, this is this is the mindset that we were we have once we are born we are taught culturally to behave in such a way where we view women as competition and men as the prize. Oh, right, right, so right. that is something that you have to be aware of in order to work on and reverse. And that's difficult when every aspect of society revolves around men, men right. especially right. white ones. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know I will say, black woman, you know, yeah, no, totally. And I will say like color. the women that I know, right, the women right. in my circle are fucking pissed. So there's a, I'm, I am seeing a banding together in my in my world, in Dope. my circle. Um, but it's you know, it's going to take a lot of we we need we need a lot of help. But I also I also feel like um, we're there's a lot happening behind the scenes and and in this macro level, more one on one, maybe more community oriented stuff where maybe that's going to be the impact. Maybe maybe it can't always be um, electing 
a particular person maybe we got to do more on this like one-on-one level in our communities what right. cha- what wait what do you mean like changing like the construct of like how people are thinking I think and how so. they live yes. and like the just this is decisions okay. that they make thank you for yes you are forming you are helping me form this thought yes Christ. thank you domingo okay yes so for example i i got together with a friend of mine the other day she has created her own studio space where she is really prioritizing uh, black and brown people, mm-hmm. um, even white allies. She's her preference is like right now. I want this to be a safe space for people of color, artist space. She's got programs and things that she wants to hold, and these are all community things. These are all. This is a small thing. Someone else. I have a client right now. I'm working with um, a freelance client. I'm doing some copywriting work for someone who has taken. Uh, she's purchased a retreat center in Latin America, previously owned by someone white. So she has, her words, reconquered this space, and she's creating it ad, as an artist's uh, retreat center and community for people, for artists of color. Nice. For Jesus. people, yeah, BIPOC, That's queer, dope. trans. So what? these are things that I'm hearing. What's the name of the organization? Oh, I don't want to say the name of it because I am working on her project, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. moment it's live, believe me, I will absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely, let us know. Sure. Yeah. We'll yeah. Promote I, mean, I don't yeah. know when she, she's got a lot, she's got a lot of work, but I mean, it's just a beautiful, like, I, I want to go, I want to go. No, this is this. happening more often. Like, yeah. uh, I have my homie, uh, Stephanie Ballon, she's actually in Daly City, but like, mm-hmm. she's formulating her own cafe and mm-hmm. like, just a community of, of mental, like, just help you yes. know support help yeah. people of art you know that's to it. create yeah. you know it's what i mean the, it's happening it's at the happening. community it's level happening. and that's where the change really does happen that's why i you, like you guys show is so important it's really just talking to like the average person in the bay who is just like stuck in traffic and like dealing with mm. this everyday shit yeah yeah and like remembering that we still it's not the fight's not over i'm pissed off and i'm frustrated and i'm also just trying to figure out like i don't know who to financial who am i supposed to be donating to like there's so much there's so much right, happening right. it's a lot of information and i'm also trying to take care of myself i got a lot of healing i'm doing so i'm but i also am allowing myself the space to kind of breathe and figure out how i want to proceed going forward and i think in my work like my journalistic work which has taken a pause for a while i think maybe that's going to be an area of opportunity certainly conversation like this is an area of opportunity people right. get ideas for you sure, know sure. Yeah. So it's exciting in that sense, like, but it's a dark fucking time. So it's, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting being in weed. There's a lot people are really into weed right now because shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you For know, sure. they need some support. They need to be able to sleep better. They need to be able to manage their pain. They need to feel good. And I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. I mean, we're talking about like our my my generation's generation like my my mom's generation my grandma's generation they're mm. getting that access yes to like for medicines yes. basically mm. you know like yeah you know i got my grandma she takes it for her back pain yep. like, yeah it's yeah for real my like mom has chronic back pain and she's using all these topicals and they're really helping her dope yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's got to be respected as like a, a real medicine it's a real medicine it, it is, is. Yeah. Like it's an herb that heals yeah you gave me you remember that Excuse we me. <laughs> That we cream for my knee. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basketball. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. And my knee was been my knees have been hurting. Right, this yeah. sports. Catching You're just up. an old ass man. That's yeah, all. it's catching up. That 24 year old Berkeley graduate just oh, really. Shit. Yeah, you need yeah. to let go of the shirt, bro. <laughs> you should have stuck to the books, bitch. <laughs> like, no, you might be 24, but your knees are 80. <laughs> 
You should have stuck to the books. Your knees hurting, your back. What the fuck you were you thinking? You walk like a 90 year old, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. But he gave me this weed cream, and it, that shit was nice. Yeah. It, like, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't feel it until the next day. Mm-hmm. And my knee was like, I'm back. <laughs> you don't have that weed cream, buddy. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> he said, you missed me? You missed me? <laughs> Yeah, I woke your ass up at 7 o'clock in the morning, bitch. You said, no weed. No Time weed. to show up. You show thought up. you were out of the way. You thought you were good <laughs> no. getting those rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> Abusing me. <laughs> Hello. Oh, my yeah. God. Knee up. Knee up. Knee alert. Yeah, stretch me out. There you go. Keep, <laughs> keep throwing that knee. Yeah. Keep, yeah. Ah. They're hella oh funny, my God, dude. That is so funny. They're hella funny, dude. <laughs> You know, you can get a medical card really easily. Yeah, there but I'm, I'm, yeah. Too, I'm too. Yeah, you know what? This is me. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you for real? Yeah, I'm about to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd be like, you going to get that medical card? I get that next Tuesday. No, <laughs> never no, happened. No. Never happened. No, okay. you're going to go ham, dude. You're going to walk like a gallon. Like that. You're just going to yeah, walk but for around. like the topicals, you could get yeah. like, you could, some places like, you can get more patient benefits as yeah, a medical yeah. patient. There's uh, one that down the street. Actually, I wanted to mention the one, that. The one. The only fucking weed dispensary, right, that's in Newark. So is I that, can't go in there and It's a CBD. Pers- you can. You're yeah, an adult. it's a healing. Yeah, yeah there's no Oh, 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 it's medical. So yeah, you have medical. to have a medical card to go you in there. have a medical oh. card, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's oh no, like, goodness. regular dispensary. I can get some gummies down the street. So do no. you have to go to San Jose? Is that your closest? I or think it's Milpitas. Milpitas, and then it's... Uh, San Jose, Union. I know. No, I don't... Union City? I don't think so. Like, wow. Hayward. I think Hayward's the nearest one. <laughs> oh, Hayward, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, right. yeah, so yeah, right. local Dang. Bay Area city councils, if you live in towns where you can't, you don't have adult-use cannabis retail, you might be part of the problem. Because if we don't have any retail stores where people can sell their legal weed, they can't sell their weed. Right. And so right. they can't make any money, mm-hmm. which means the adult, the the legal, the adult-use the recreational weed industry suffers and, and, and struggles, yeah. which is exactly what's happening right now. It also means, by the way, local communities that don't allow cannabis retail, it means your citizens are probably buying illegal weed on the street from a dealer. Right. So all that does is just nurture the illicit market. If you don't have access to legal weed, you're going to go find, and you need it. You're going to be at the fucking corner yeah. with that fucking yeah. hustler. You're like, yeah. come on, Jerome, let me get some of that yeah. real quick, exactly. bro. Yeah. Yeah, Let me get robbed real yeah, quick. Yeah, I was about to, yeah, this robbed. Well, the difference, though, they probably have, like, a nice little setup. Right. They probably have, like, different categories of things. Maybe have some concentrates for you. Yeah, like, right. a, like, different, a couple of edibles. See, that's the thing. Like, you, once you're getting something, it's something that, like, somebody really focused to make a good product. Mm. <laughs> and so now I'm like... Dude, I can go anywhere and it's high quality. Like yeah. I, I yeah. respect it. That's it. Like, and it's clean. It's and been it's tested. Yes. It's not fucking laced with some fucking at LSD. Yeah. Or yes. Shit. Or like you know, every once in a while you get one of those fucking crack sprinkled sacks, <laughs> <laughs> bro. And then be like, you you're shit. scared. You're scared. Oh, yeah. and you're nervous. <laughs> we you're, all ran through you're that. Sucking shit. on a Twinkie. <laughs> and like, you Is it, was it a Twinkie? <laughs> How high were you? <laughs> was it a Twinkie? It was a Tonka truck. <laughs> I thought it was a candy. It was, oh, that's the, I hope his name wasn't Tonka truck. And was it a Twinkie? <laughs> oh, my God. For real. But you're right. We all been through that. You're right. Yeah, yeah. you want some clean product. You want to yeah. know, know the person behind it. There's a lot of really amazing, wonderful people. <laughs> 
that own cannabis brands that could really use your funds. You know, there are folks who like social equity brands are examples like people who have been formerly incarcerated, live in communities that were heavily policed, had relatives that were formerly incarcerated for cannabis crimes. They can apply for social right. equi- social equity program that's supposed to help reduce the barriers of entry so that they can become entrepreneurs in this space. Dope. Oakland created that. Yeah. Oh, that started right. in Oakland. Yeah. And now it's cities kinda. across the state and across the country, they look to Oakland to see, like, where do we start with our social equity Facts. program? Because there's totally different ways of doing it, too. And then yeah. the areas or where they're at. I mean, yeah. how, it's dude, how many fucking uh, dispensaries are in Oakland? I don't know, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's really like. It just yeah. feels like a lot. I don't know the facts, but I know homies that have actually grown. Have yeah. Shops oh, yeah. Shouts out to my uh, my homie, uh, Jason Paul mm-hmm. and fucking Aaron Cross. So they just opened two dispensaries in Alameda. Oh. He's going to come on the show. Oh, and my like God. We'll, we'll promote it. I would love to visit their dispensaries. I there's I know there's one dispensary in Alameda I haven't been to yet, but that's very cool. Right. Yeah. So th- I think there's going to be three. Yeah. Alameda. I mean, but that's a lot for Alameda. It's huge. It's a small town. That's, that's my hometown. Lot. So it's like, yeah, represent Alameda. Meanwhile, Newark up in here with one medical. Know, come on. Right. You know what? It's you know, a tri-city, too. Yeah. That, and then, you know, so, I, I mean, Alameda used to heavy military police. Oh, huge. Drivers. Well, and the I thing know that was they, they said it was contaminated, that whole, the land itself oh. was contaminated. So that was their, I don't know if it was true, but that's what it was. Okay. That was the excuse. Then, then they closed it down because I would always go down there and be like, this is so much, this is dope, right. you know, right by the water. I yeah. mean, God, it's spread out. They have streets already. And it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. I would I'd be dumbfounded why they wouldn't build it up like right. and now they're finally doing it and it looks gorgeous yeah it's that's so dope. good i mean you know and i guess what alameda would like that tax money too uh, yeah those taxes are high facts. so you're that's why weed's so expensive but you know facts. i mean i feel like this i pay for my weed <laughs> and i get samples too i'm very lucky but i do buy cannabis products because i want the industry to succeed it's not ideal. I wish it wasn't so expensive. I wish it was. Um, I wish that was more accessible. But I do try to support, you know, black-owned brands, women-owned brands, veteran-owned brands. Like I try to Dope. find a way to. It's something that makes me feel good to be a cannabis consumer that can make like a decision or um, can, that can support, you know, an entrepreneur, somebody who like really did some really who lives in Oakland. You yeah, know? close by. Yeah. So, so what are you trying yeah. to do in the wheat industry? So right now, I work for a company. I'll say their name. They're called Arroya. Um, They're Mm -hmm. based in Washington. It's actually a cannabis production platform. So it's for cannabis commercial cultivations. It's sensors and a software to help growers kind of dial in their grow, right? So if you're you're a commercial cultivator, you got to yield. You got to... No way. So it's like a library. You know, it's, it's like it's a library for mm. growing wheat. It's really like this Shut this up. is a this is a platform that helps you pull data from your grow and be able to like manage your irrigation a particular Shut way. Up. Down to a science? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I wanted to grow a hybrid of like three hybrids together, they would like show me. It how shows you things like what's going on with your water content. It yeah. lets you know what's going on in your substrate so, so that you a, can make some informed decisions. So it's like a form of like a cannabis AI almost. I mean, because it'll learn sh- off the the it, measurements, right? Yeah, like it's calculations, it's data, data and yeah. with with the with the I would say like t- to help a grower have a degree of automation, be able to like make make some decisions where it's like okay no i know i know 
you know, I know that I, if I solve these problems that the data is showing me, mm. I'm going to get these results. Right, and right, I right. need these results because we have yields that we're trying to hit or we have, you know, a tar I have to grow this cultivar consistently because mm -hmm. it's our fan favorite. And, yeah, yeah. You know, that it's kind of staple. stuff. staple. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to have the consistency between each product. I'm psyched how excited you were about that. You're not even a cannabis cult. <laughs> no, I, mean, I respect it. I mean, I mean, I have, homies, I have homies. I like how the homies like... Uh, Nug. I don't know if you oh, yeah. Nug like mm -hmm. the homies. What's Nug? Uh, the Nug down in Oakland. There's a oh. dispensary. Oh, the and they the opened place. actually multiple dispensaries. That's a nice that. dispensary, the one in Oakland. I just went to it the a, new about one. a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. Really yeah. Nice. But like, um, I've been around <laughs> it. I've never like, I don't know. It's like one of those characters that that appreciates weed, mm. appreciates cannabis right, and right. its properties. Like oh, because yeah. of the magic and that happens between, the, you know, doing your sessions. But like, Never like the drug dealer. Never like mm -hmm. the the buy it, go and buy it. Like I'd be just like, yeah, you smoke some weed, cool, I'll smoke it. Yeah, I was just like one of those. I mean, I sure I have weed, fucking, fucking, <laughs> ten years ago, right? Yeah. And I'm not rolling right. it up. You know right. what I mean? Right. It's like I don't know. It's just like one of those. Like it, I don't have a pressure to have it, yeah. but it's there. Yeah. And I respect it. It's nice if you want if you want it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Which is great. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a good another thing I learned as an an, an adult, <laughs> my collection of things when I need them, like mm. a bar, like I've I built my bar. I'm pretty happy about my bar. Oh and yeah. You know, I need yeah. to design it, whatever. But the actual products, like over time, you and the me selection, know, right. the selection, yeah. yeah. Right? It's curated. It's He's just been like talking that. about that for years. Yeah. <laughs> He's been talking about that for like yeah, you're right. Actually, since I yeah. kind of know him and shit. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, now, boom. And that's how he manifested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And like same thing with cannabis. Like you have a selection. You have a variety. You can yes. do a variety now. Like you do a little bit of this, a little right. bit of edible, a little bit of shake. I'm a bit, bit of a weed. weed hoarder too. Like yeah. I, I will try it. If you give me samples, I'll take those samples. But then I'm gonna buy some too. Yeah. I love getting pre rolls, even if I have like four eighths in my cabinet. I love trying it. I want to smell it. I want to know who grew it. Oh. Where was it grown? What does it look like underneath the light? Mm. I want to know all of it. I just think it is so interesting. And right now, what I'm trying to learn now is picking up the flavors, so the terpenes. So when you yeah, smell, yeah, like yeah. when you smell rosemary, right? That smell of rosemary, yeah. those are terpenes. Right, okay. All plants emit ter terpenes. But then like then weed, aroma. that aroma, right, right. So, you know, it's so complex sometimes and I'm really trying to get more. I'm trying to be like a sommelier. I know a woman. Shout out to Ruby. She's amazing. Um, oh. She is with no labs. And I've been at some events where and it's only for women where we um, it's these women in cannabis, varying influencers, dispensary owners, business owners, general managers of dispensaries. And we get to try um, it's different strains. We smell it. They want us to document our notes on what the aroma is. Well, it's like a bud. It's like a master bud tender yeah, kind of thing. It's, it's like a wine dope. tasting, but that's for weed. I bet you I have fun. What? So much no, fun. These women have a different kind of fun than guys. I and can when understand I, and when that. I mean yeah. that, you motherfuckers become little girls. Like when we when we're in the strip club, <laughs> we're like just looking and drooling. Uh huh. You motherfuckers in the strip club I'm screaming and yeah. Oh, you're creating shit. You're, doing you're grabbing on the dicks. Interactive. Yeah, you're, like, you're doing things. Interactive. Swinging yeah. on the dicks and just having a good time. <laughs> Y'all just having a blast. And I seen guys just like just throw their money out and not even I blink. Know, men are hella serious in strip That's clubs. So yeah. Oh it's a God. different atmosphere because 
they make sure to tell you, well, some of them, hands down, right. be on top. Oh, yeah. You Ooh. motherfucking women, y'all make it into a event like y'all going to Six Flags. Like right, Great right. America. Yeah. Just make it a struggle. And they right, are right. just having a It's a good time. Fucking it's a good bonding it's fun. moment. Yeah. Remember you were talking about how you used to be in high school? Mm. And, and I don't, you, you were pretty bright, beautiful, and you just didn't know the guys like me. I I was old because I always said the wrong shit. Uh huh. So I became. I, <laughs> yeah, you I, were that dude. I used to have forty sisters. I used to I used to get around. Okay. Meaning meeting that forty girls and plus, you'd be like, you're like a brother to me. Oh boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I used to be oh. on. Yeah, yeah. But you got in. a lot of insight into but, yeah, women. A lot you of learned information. A lot about women. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I remember being on three way. Just. Remember three ways? Yes, oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. And just listening. You were listening. And okay. they just, they let me do it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I wasn't the gay guy. They let me do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really got <laughs> yeah. some intelligence right. on that. Right, so I right. used to just, and it gets me Inside in trouble. Inside track. Yeah. It, it gets me in trouble because I see shit, and I'm like, boom, boom, boom. But you women have, when y'all go out, Y'all go out and just have a blast. There is nothing like smoking weed with a bunch of women. I'm sorry. A bunch of powerful women. It's the bunch exactly. Of women. And it's like it's queens in conversation. Yeah. Oh. It's like I respect it. Some powerful, beautiful. I hope it's only a once a month thing. I've only gone to I've gone to three of them. I think. I hope that thing happens every month for the rest of my life. It is so good. Dope. And just also like a different appreciation for the plant, just like trying, trying cannabis, having to kind of slow down. I mean, it's hard because I enjoy it so much that I just get stoned and I'm not, I'm no longer able to yeah, document you're my like, notes. You're useless. At that I'm point. just yeah. like, let me just Sorry, be yeah. high right we now. We lost another yeah. one. Yeah. Keisha down. McMillan down. So, but no, it's just such a, just you know, said, I'm like, I mean, we like, I like food. I like drink, right? Like we like the, you know, you like your alcohol. You have a, yeah. you, you, you've tried your curated selection is from trying things yeah, and like a history, your collecting. palate gets developed yeah. and stuff. And I'm, I'm going in the, that with weed. Like I'm really, I'm really leaning into it and enjoying the experience. Can Dope. you taste Dope. different? Like if I blindfolded you and I had different, five different blunts. Yeah. Could you Ooh, taste? Oh, <laughs> Could you taste like trigger word? Trigger no, word? No. Trigger word? Blunt? blunt, blunt. <laughs> yeah. blunt. No blunt. This blunts, has a mint please. flavor. No blunt. <laughs> Joints. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. You say blunt and it's a wrap. Yeah, you gotta give me like yeah. I want some like freshly cracked open flat flour, maybe in a bong, like a nice little water pipe. But oh, could yeah. you taste Clean. the difference? I can, you know? I'm working on that I, more so than I used to be able to. It's getting better. Like wine, right? You yeah, just, yeah, that's like good. wine. Just, yeah, the, the palate like you it takes you on a notes. journey. It ta- yeah, yeah, it takes you on a journey. But dope, like dope. I, I for I another client I've done some copywriting for. It's a cannabis brand, and they literally have given me eighths of weed, and it's like smoke that shit. <laughs> that's and write nice. It's, right. I I live a life. I live a dream life. Do you that's do your life, Keisha. <laughs> the best life. Do you do the taste noise? I do that. You do that. <laughs> now I have a minty. I have multiple like tools. I have a vaporizer, like a flower vape. But there's some like you could taste like Parmesan cheese, like a funk to it. Like okay. it's just incredible. Yeah, like yeah. vanilla or um, you know, deeper than that. Like I don't know, like citrus. You could just like a grapefruit. Like mm-hmm, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's just like grapefruit flavors. Like dope, dope. all of it. And there was one I smelled that. Um, 
smelled like buttered popcorn. It was crazy. Damn. Shut the fuck up. Wow. Wow. Oh, I don't like know. Like jelly belly. Yeah, like, yeah. A, like those jelly bellies. Yeah. That's a trick. That's yeah, so wow. I want to become like, I want to be like the Anthony Bourdain of weed. I want to just really. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I just want to be Bourdain. like. Bourdain. Yeah. Wait, just don't go out in a blaze on fucking like no, Anthony Bourdain. No, not like that. Oh, Rest in peace. Hey, oh, he but, the life. Him. but the life. I want hey, that. He went out like a rock star. He went out like a rock star. I was a fan of his heartbroken. He was. Beautiful writer, too. Beautiful writer. Yeah, I never wrote read none of his stuff. He wrote. I fell in love with his writing before. That's how he became famous. TV. Yeah, that's, that's how, how he became famous. I didn't know that. Yeah, so you'd write about food and it's uh, excursions oh. on different places. And yeah, like, yeah. But he was a connoisseur. Like if you think about it, if all the Food Network people who have their own shows, yeah, he was the most authentic because it looked mm. like a dude. It was no cameras. He yeah. looked like that that guy. You'd be like, no, nah, I'm, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, he's just a chill dude. I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, he's And then back. they hand him that sock drink. He's like, fuck it. He's like, all right. All right, fuck. And he was that. Like, yeah, that's what made him. That dude kicked it. That dude kicked it, though. Yeah, he Can did. Can you imagine? I mean, being out in, like, Thailand or, like, the fucking. <laughs> you I saw mean, fun. You what saw in life. adventures, and, you know? Like, and, I mean, oh I think. Oh, my God. I mean, there was just something really cool about learning about a region through its food. I just hadn't seen anything like that before. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's talking to people about the political situation right, where they're right. at and the impact on the yeah. food. And the like, history. I mean, it, that's beautiful. And because well, it's connected. It's, yeah. I mean, it's food, it's, con- it's all connection. Community, yeah, community. Bringing people together. Yeah. Emotions. And, and, yeah. I mean, and that's like, that's I mean, I think shit. the same thing. Weed is like, cannabis is extremely, it's all over the place. It grows extremely easily because mm-hmm. it, and it wants to be around people. Like, there's a there's a relationship that we have had with this plant for millennia. This that's is a, not wow. new shit. It goes back in time. The it's, Indians it's, and it's before yeah, yeah, it's yeah. older than us. It orig- you know originated in Asia. Like and so I feel like I feel like just that community, having that community sense, I really am trying to lean more into right now as much as I can, just enjoying being a consumer while I figure out, you know, how to like continue to write about it as an artist too. Right. So I'm I'm just enjoying smoking weed and like having experiences and like having conversations like this. That was beautiful. Being in like it, having picnics with my friends and it's just really nice. Right. So for yeah, you, for you to be the weed person because you're a weed head, right? Yeah. Shit, you ain't overweight. Like I, uh, people, people weed heads. <laughs> you're always like munchies and all. She's a different breed, bro. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I le- I actually brought my favorite munchies. I have um, cashews, salted salted cashews. For real. <laughs> That's my favorite. I, nice. Yeah. In high school, my best friend, his name was Tree. God bless his soul. He's done. Tree. But Tree, and I remember he was so high. My mom had this candy, these ring candies. Okay. And they were hard as a rock. Uh-huh. Like, I even tried to bite it, and we were, like, 16, and I couldn't do it, right? And my mom's gone, and she has a shitload of this ring candy. And this motherfucker was eating those rocks like the guy from, what's that movie? <laughs> um, a never-ending story, the rock guy? Oh, yeah, he had the rock team? The rock, rocks. Rock I love team. eating rocks. Right, yeah. yeah, he was killing and like drove that. around in a fucking rock, <laughs> yeah, rock in bicycle. Yeah, a rock bicycle. You stupid. You stupid on that. Yeah, yeah, I got the rock so he smoked. Yeah, he, that, had that the, he had rock. He had rock tea. No, did my. But he was chomping on. He was chomping on him like. Oh, he was crunching them. Yeah, he was just like. I was like, we were all. Me and my boys were just all looking at him. He ate like eight of them. Wow. We're like, and we're just like, <laughs> how are you doing that? How's your teeth not? How do you? It's not chipped or broke. <laughs> right. I'm fine, bro. I'm that fine, motherfucker bro. was just, <laughs> like it was chips. 
And he went to the bank that never in the store rock dude. He, that's what we I was thinking. Because so I seen never in the store like 30 times. Uh-huh. You know? And the only difference between Tree and the rock dude, the rock dude let you know he was enjoying those rocks. That's the only difference. <laughs> Tree didn't let us know. But his actions let us know. You can tell from the eight. He was swallowing yeah. hot candy. Hard candy. So Yo, the never-ending story is a deep-ass film. It is. Oh, I need to see it again, actually. It, it is. so deep. Oh, my God. Especially if you're high. Oh, yeah. I watched I it a few months ago, very stoned. And I mean, I've seen it 30 times, and I just was like... It's a real shit. I just... It's dope. I, yeah. some ne- I went to the third plane this right, time. Right, like, right, right. It's a deep-ass <laughs> movie. Is. Like, to the point where after I watched I had to get back on Wiki- Wikipedia and just get the background of the book. Just oh. trying to understand. You know, you go down Damn. the rabbit yeah. hole, right? Yeah, you went in. I had to go down nice. the rabbit hole because I was just like, my brain Who was Who made like, this? Who made this? And what why? were they thinking during that time? Why? What was the movie? <laughs> Damn. Yo. That's a crazy movie, and though. You know, if you think about it, like 80s movies, because we were kids, yeah. they, a lot of them brought you into that world. It's a psychological really sense. Yeah. I mean, think even from it. horror to like comedy yeah. to emotional thrillers, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Like, that's some fucking, that's some mental battle shit. Yeah. That's like, crazy shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, the whole concept of someone fucking with you in your nightmares and you die that Do you way? die. You die in and your you, nightmares. Yeah. You that's die some in shit. Your, that's messed up, man. That's some <laughs> and you, you chilling with Domingo and you see him just a cut just right. come out of nowhere and then you realize you were asleep the whole time yeah. I think people yeah, don't even realize up. they're yeah. sleeping I just got murdered while he sleeping just, and how do you explain that to a cop so Domingo was <laughs> right. sleeping right and I was chilling I was chilling with Neil you can't and yeah. Neil got and this dead look on his face you're going to like, jail you're yeah. not able to explain anything you can't explain that shit even, even, even though the f- those movies came out even now in this day and age they'd be like yeah right yeah, yeah. right yeah motherfucker yeah, yeah right it's, it's like but it really but happened. they brought you 80s movies and a little bit like testing for drugs going back to <laughs> the story going yes. back to the neighborhood store yes and that chick who was the princess yes she's like whatever falcon whatever the little boy's name this tell atreus oh atreus. bastion Bastion. Oh, you are the Bastion. shit. Yeah, because I just saw it a couple months ago, man. It has etched itself in my brain. And remember that girl at the end was like, just tell him. Yeah, her oh, the yeah, princess. Yeah, yeah, the and, princess. And you I, like, that's my favorite character. Yelling yeah. at the princess. At Sebastian, tell the chick, just yeah. tell her. Yell her name. Yell her yeah. name. Yell her name. Yell, there you go. Yell, yell, yell her name. God damn. I just thought. Oh, I bow to you. But then I had to look up what was her name because I never understood what yeah. he said her name was. Do you know what her name was? No. No. Are you guys ready? What? Moonchild. How do you know? Because well, I had looked to go it up. The rabbit hole. No, in the, the movie, they went down they the rabbit hole. Because you couldn't hear it. He, he oh. just he yells it, out, it and you you're like, what? No fucking way. Yeah. Wow. That's some hippie shit. I Damn. mean, right? This is the name it's of the podcast. It's a crazy ass story. Moonchild. Moonchild. Welcome moon back child. to the Moonchild podcast. It'll just be a never-ending story. Every week, every podcast, just keep talking about the never-ending story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what thread. we're doing. That's what this podcast it's is all thread. about. It's a never-ending story. It's a never-ending story about the never-ending yeah. story. All yeah. right, Betrayu. Betrayu. <laughs> I remember just 80s. about all the, the, the snail that used to go fast. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. had to introduce him. Like, he's a snail. He goes fast. Motherfucker, I just saw that. <laughs> you so had to tell back. me. But you know, it was that midget guy that was like riding on it, right? And oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, he was like a gentleman, right? Wasn't he like oh, a yeah, gentleman? Oh, yeah, no. So, fun, <laughs> you guys, okay, you ready? You ready for more? So that that gentleman's name is Deep Roy. 
Yeah, he's in hell of like. He's been he's in, in so Willy many. Wonka he's, yes, he's no the, he's been in Willy Wonka too. He's one of those famous like short. Oh, he, he's yeah. a little person. Yeah. Little person. I think he's just a little person. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, been dude. doing it for years. Hell long. Wait, he was in something else though. Oh, recently? Mm. That'd be dope. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is not a lot of small people artists. Little like, actors uh, in actors. the 80s. Little actors in selective. the 80s. They got their work on. I know, but it was like Ewoks. exploited. It, it was exploitative. Yeah, it's exploitative. You know, it's but like, still, they got work. I mean, they got Ewoks. Black people got work did. in the 30s, but it wasn't great. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, they, but they weren't like kicking a little guy when you see him when they got work. I bet like, there was a lot of little people bad. that probably weren't getting work. No, totally. You sure? You, you think it was bad for little people? I mean, it's just I don't think it was what they, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, they're not going to portray nobody, like a nobody slave wants master. To be, yeah, nobody wants to be hired for and exploited yeah, for right. their physical. Yeah, you're, I'm playing we, a zip. You right. treat me like, like an, <laughs> I'm, yeah. a, I'm a person I'm with a, a brain. Yeah, I yeah. know how to do things. Like, yeah, every if Chris, I'm an actor, can I be? Every know? Christmas they get hyped because it's like, yeah, we're going to get some movie parts. Uh, nobody's excited yeah, about for that the shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's like, yeah, that's like back in the yeah. day. It's like, oh, don't I'm you want to be a maid in a movie? It's like, well, whoop de do. You're going to be a pile of grapes in this Fruit of Loom curse, Marshall. Yeah. Hey, hey, little black okay. fella, you're going to be in Little Rascals, and we're going to put a dress on your little black ass. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to call you Buckwheat. I mean, need, I need money, but I guess, is this the only way? Yeah, this is the only way. Because Buckwheat, when he first Fucked came up. out, when Buckwheat first came out, he was supposed to be a chick. What? Yeah. I was big time on Little Rascals. No way. He had a dress on. No way. It wasn't just like a putting the boy in a dress episode no sure. he, yeah. sometimes no, they do I, I that you know they would do I, that I, I, sure. even, I can't tell you the episode but i remember this i showed my lid and he was running around and he kept tripping and it was a real fall but he kept tripping on the dress uh-huh so because he, he's little yeah and, and, too long. And, and i remember i think i remember i remember they that did that show really? on purpose. he was then i'm guessing he called on as a as character and it was like you know fuck it we just gonna Make him yeah. a boy. I think they were making. I think it was. You know, in the beginning, but he was a girl. Target. That's Buckley crazy. Girl. So what? The, I mean, I I'm curious. All right, before we end this, because yeah. we're about to end this pretty soon. What happened to Buckwheat? Shots out to Buckwheat. Like know. what happened? Like what was his career after that? Like he just did. <laughs> we have to. We he was just Buckwheat. And that's that it. Up. I mean, like, I they think wrapped that's, him up. I think that was. Like, that's that's why enough, he was... little black boy. All right, you're gonna. He just disappeared. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. He was a major character in the in the Rascal. I yeah. know, but St you know, it was Stymie. Stymie was the dude with the, oh, yeah. the yeah. top yeah. hat. Yeah. Curly. Yeah. Oh no no no! no Stymie, Stymie was the one with, with the, the little top hat. He had that yeah. little hat was, on. Yeah, yeah. he was the one that had the point in the back. But you know what? Look, they had that shit playing all the time on TV when we were kids. But you know what? Check this out. They had the girls like, too. It's the, it's, it's what started us out there. Mm -hmm. And look where we at now. We yeah. got a, 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 a beautiful black woman here, right? Back in the day. They were like, no, but be, you know, you better go around mm -hmm. if you want to. You can't have no dreams. Oh, bro, you get me? And look where you're at now. That's look where right. you're at now. You got a black woman with some about yeah. to do some shit. She's she's just, yeah, she's just getting started, too. But the, so it, you're right. It, it started right. with those people back in the day. Uh, we got to start somewhere. Um, it's and not a pretty, it's that's not a, a difficult. Path. Yeah, it's a difficult thing to look at now. But mm -hmm. you are right. We have come extremely far. And we're gonna keep going. It ain't yeah. over. Yeah, no. It ain't over. Hardly, right. hardly. Far from My it. My question to you before we go, and he can ask you whatever he wants, yes. because I love Domingo. Oh. But my thing is, 
what give me your top three actors your favorite actors or actresses okay whatever you could top you could be an actress or actor your top three top three wow favorite actresses or actor um okay let me think about this for a second Mm, who am i really into right now no you know what no no give me no no oh your top favorite weed movies Oh, <laughs> there you go. Nice. Since we oh, okay. we your top favorite, we, your three top. Okay, well, here's the thing. I I like to watch, um, I like to rewatch old movies just like super high to get fucking really like deep in the, in yeah, the shit. Yeah, yeah, Okay. And no, so they're, my, my favorite movies are not weed movies. They're just movies I love to be high okay. and watch. Let's go with that. So Godfather's part one and two. Damn. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Way to go. I love you already. Because like, here's the thing. And I've seen that those movies a million times. That beautiful. That but dope. there's so much going on I in those know. films, symbolically. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to discover subtle. a yeah. whole new... It's beautiful. It's a gorgeous... That movie's Great cool. They're, they're beautiful films. The music is amazing. Yeah, and everything, everything. Yeah, so, okay, so that, That's one. Let's count that as one. I'll count that as one. Okay. Yeah. That's beautiful. Damn. Um... Another one? Okay, let me think about it. Let me think about this. This is a this. great this question, a, Neil. Yeah, this is a really good yeah. question, Neil. God, I love it. I wrote an article about this some years ago, but I forgot. Um, it could be anything. Anything, and that's what's really, even, really hard about yeah. it. Even if any story. Um, the never ending story. I mean, if you haven't seen the never ending story high, that thing is life changing. <laughs> That movie is crazy. <laughs> it is, I gotta watch that again. You Thank got, you. Just I get, need to do that take again. that little pre-roll home yeah. and just just turn that shit on and buckle up. Dope, you know. Dope. Yeah, I I know I'd be able to. So, yeah. you're not getting off. No, I know. Getting, I'm okay. failing. I'm actually yeah, failing. Sorry, and I can trim it. I can you know edit it. Just take your time. Okay. okay. We're not in no rush. No rush. Okay. Yeah, I want to give you. I want to give you two more. Um, I do. Um, I do like Pineapple Express as a stoner okay. movie. Oh shit! Oh shit! But it's like the first like half of it. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I fucking agree with yeah, you. Yeah, just the first half. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Right? You get what I'm talking the about. The commercials you like hyped, and then you say like, "All right, I like the first half." I feel yeah. You. Interesting. You know? Okay. Um. So as far as stoner films, um, I watched. <laughs> I watched um, Waiting to Exhale recently while high. Wow. That shit was beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's okay. Waiting to Exhale. Angela Bassett. A little 90s Angela yeah. Bassett. A little, um, you know. Forrest Gump's boy. Bubba. He was in it. Remember Bubba? Oh, my God. Um, Courtney. No, no, no. Not Courtney. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker directed it. Yes. You know what? Really that's Houston's when. In it. That's when like Gregory Hines. Yes. Is in it. Gregory Hines in it. Baby Loretta Face Devine. is in it. Baby the music. Face. I think he does the music. Uh, you know what? I I have to admit I I know this film, but yeah. I never I, love, I that never was a good saw film. it. I think it just, I never saw it's it. It's so nineties. It's like in the soundtrack. I remember the soundtrack was a big it. deal, and that 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 nostalgia just really but, like worked for. You know when you think about hot. it, they're all of them hot. Like when you think, that's a good pick. Hot. Yeah, I love you, but that's a good pick, right? Because that talks about just getting like it's it's not over. Yeah, like, relationship. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's Any, good good relationship. Anything is not over, yeah. no matter how old you are. 
If you want to put that with relationship, it ain't over. Yeah. Dude, you, there if, it you is. Want, if you want a young buck, you got it. Yeah. If you want an old buck, you got it. If you want the guy who hits your ass up on TikTok, you right. got it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that movie is Yeah, if a woman burns my car, yeah, we yeah. fired him. It's a, it's a good power yeah. woman. It's a power woman movie. It is. We fired Yeah, him. there's something about it that just, community. like, as far as, like, a rom-com, like, you know, they all have relationships with men, but, like, it's really about their relationship with each, with other. each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just loved I loved watching that um, while it was high. Also, Goodfellas. And I know, Ooh. I guess I'm still in the mobster territory. Mobsters. I really like mobster films. Respect, respect. respect. But, the, like, the Goodfellas is, like, the cream of the crop. It's it like is. The top. It the is. tippity top top. And what's name just died? Ray Liotta. What? Oh, I know he did. When did Ray Liotta die? It was just like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't no. even want to dig into the story because I was just like, I cannot deal. Ray yeah. Liotta died. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he didn't look too good in the past if couple years. If you build it, it, it will come. Mm. I saw right. him in person in New York once. His oh. eyes, his eyes were that crazy blue. Wow. Like almost white. Wow. Kind of no scary. Yeah. yeah, he has that like weird, really weary eye. Striking. Like, stri- yeah, piercing. Piercing eyes. See yeah. through your soul kind of eyes. You know what? But Interesting. Ray, yeah. Ray was a pimp. Like, yeah. when I say a pimp, like, he, I've seen some interviews with him on YouTube mm-hmm. on talk shows. Okay. He was a real deal. Like, yeah. maybe he became that character. Oh, yeah. But he, he just didn't Ray. give a fuck. No, yeah. he didn't seem like he gave a fuck. He didn't no, give no, a he fuck. Really he really just didn't. They were, him and J-Lo were playing this game on somebody's talk show. Okay. And he was kind of like, right. let me tell you the truth, right? Uh-huh. And you could pass or do something. And Ray was, and J-Lo was kind of like hesitant. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look, let me do it. Let me answer that. Mm-hmm. I answer that. Mm-hmm. He just didn't Just kind of took charge. Yeah. yeah, he was just like, look. Old school. If you don't want to answer, I'll I, I, I throw you an answer. Yeah. You know, like, Ray is, you know, he's that actor when you see him in a movie because you saw him, like, in Goodfellas. Yeah. Like, he can't do no wrong in his movie. He's so talented. He was, really. He's yeah. great. Yeah. You got some good movies there. Ray in the XL, I saw it with seven black older women when I was a kid, teenager. Wait, in XL? You and saw it at the theater? No, no, no. We were just in the, like, at, at the home. At home. Uh huh. And my mom and her friends, and sh- and they were talking to the screen. Oh, yeah. Get it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. Burn that car. I saw it at the theater and they were the women were talking to the screen. I saw it with like three girlfriends. I I remember that really, really well. Yeah. It was just like, it's just such a, and I also just like that little slice of the 90s. I was, you know, a teenager and that was just like a light moment. Like Mm -hmm. watching that film just like kind of took me back to when did that come out? Like 92, 93? No, I think it came out. You can look it up. Look up Waiting on the XL. What year? I say 96. I say 96. What? Uh -uh, Oh, you guys are still on Waiting We came back to it. We came back. Look it up. Look up what year. Came back. Look up what year. I say 96, 95. Okay. I think it was like 91 or 90, maybe 92. Oh, wait, when, when did Forrest Gump come out? That's the question. No, they didn't come out the same time. Well, no, no, no. What I'm saying, because Bubba remember. became big and he started getting movie roles. Really? That he's was in other at, movies? Bubba? Yeah, he was he, in yeah. Waiting in Excel. Oh, yeah. he's in that? He was like the, I think he was a dickhead. I forgot. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he was a, pro- he ended up being a problem. Wait, um, I forgot his name. I say 94, 95, man. Okay. What do you say? I'm thinking, I think it's 92. 92, huh? Yeah. 
I say 94. Because oh, here we go. I know the year right here. Uh, what? Why, we going to be in between. Oh, what would you say? What would you say? 92. 92? And I said, what did I say, 94? 94. Mm-hmm. Wedding XL is a 1995 American uh, romance directed by yeah. Forrest Whitaker. You called it. Okay. I was in college when that came out. But just think about it. Like The film was adapted from 1992 novel in the same name. Mm, okay. Oh, so we were both you guys right. We were both right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We were both the right on that. So See? She's a writer, See? man. She's it a writer. It had to split between two people. She got the writing part. Yes. See, that's the most important part. <laughs> that's what you <laughs> right. call alignment, That's yeah. it. That was, alignment. that was true you know, teamwork. I, and, and even if I was right, you see a black woman, Queen, I would never even be like, yeah, see, I told you. I'd be like, girl, you was partially right. Yes. You was like 90%. Yeah, that's just acknowledgement. That's acknowledgement, acknowledgement of you my respect. intellect. Thank you. It's I, respect. I, I, exactly. I don't, exactly. I don't like when I try when other races like tell me about black women and I try not to cross over. Like, it'd be like, oh, she looked like a man. I'm like, really? She, she <laughs> just works out. You know what I'm saying? I try to like, oh. I try not to like ever disrespect black women ever a lot. Yes, because, please don't disrespect because, black women and ever. I feel, anybody. I feel like if you say that shit, what are they gonna think about you? How they how how they think about the queens? You get me? Like if you yeah yeah yeah, you she did look like Grace Jones did have a little crazy haircut. And it's like he don't respect his his you know his race. I mean, yeah. And I and I try to go that route. In a general sense, you gotta respect. Mm, that, I mean, all us, people, all oh, people yeah. in general, but like, respect yeah, people. especially no, no, for no, women. No, no. But they don't disparage. Yeah, right. they need that. They need that support because they don't get that support. Well, no, it's a balance. It needs no. to be a balance. No, black some, women do not get much support. They don't. They yeah. don't. And 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 uh, yeah, it was us three, and we talking about Laquita Washington. If it is a Luquita Washington, I'm not talking about you. But if it's a Luquita, and we talking shit about somebody famous, right? It's just us three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are going. I go in because it's oh, us and a three. famous person. Uh-huh. But whatever, I go in. Mm-hmm. But if a, a, a somebody outside of that race, and they're like um, Luquita Washington, <laughs> oh, you take a, you take offense? No, I don't. Take, I I don't join in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I won't join in. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I what. They are saying about me because you got you got Italians, you got other races, and they make sure they don't go in on those on they women. Mm. You can, I'm talking about the hardcore ones. Okay. You know I won't go in. I won't. I won't ever go in because guess what? At the end of the day, my mama black. Yeah. My aunt Sarah black. My aunt Lane black. You eighties black. I mean, it, it comes to the sense of like, dude, you're not being raised by only men. Like, this is a community of different, different people, different races. Like, yeah. and then you interact. <laughs> like, I mean, it all comes stems from like how you were raised, which is a fucking a whole other thing. Sometimes, but yeah, like how you were brought up. Like, okay, this is my life, my reality. I accept this yeah. reality, and this is what we do. Yeah. But then you walk your life that way, and then you don't. If you're not able to understand and decipher, like what behaviors that you have mm-hmm. based on your past and like your ancestral yeah. trait right mm-hmm. it's just been passed down like neil's got a big head you know it's just passed down like all of them got big ass heads hey, you know what i mean my daughter i met my daughter when she was nine 
that motherfucker had a gap. Okay. I was like, God you damn. Look, look just like <laughs> shit. There was no denying it. I was like, do gap. I really need to You're, do this? There's no denying do it. Do I need to do this fucking drug? I mean, this DNA test? Oh, but no, nope, kid he looks has just a like Thorpe you. Gap. <laughs> the Thorpe Gap. Yeah. She got that near. I heard, I heard her whistling coming down. I'm like, your daddy do that. <laughs> I do think too, like, I think what we have to remember though, as as people, you know, as black people, as brown <laughs> people. Is Y'all we gotta crazy. be we gotta be mindful of the messages we give ourselves too. So if we're disparaging anybody who's in our community, that chips away at who we are as individuals. Like right, mm-hmm. like if, when I'm talking about superficial shit, you know. And so I think anything where where we can encourage moving past um, talking about anybody, especially talking about appearance, none of it matters. Who I gives don't. a shit? But as we are long as so, you're not hurting anybody, yeah, you know what like, I mean? Like, you could, could be just, fucking up some shit and doing stupid shit. If we could just move shit. past that shit, I think we would be just happier right. in general. Just that one little piece. Wait, if we could just be yeah. less concerned with how other people look. I mean, you that are, would be incredible. And we fall for it because mm-hmm. media won't, or let's say television. We don't want to just say media. Television yeah, don't. Don't want us to forget because of separation. Yeah. What was it, Art of War? Remember, he was like, if you come together, you're stronger. Yeah. But if you separate... You try to get them to separate with and each other, easy, and, and, fight and each other. Yeah, yeah, because think about this. When you see the news in the back in the day, if a black dude killed a white woman, what do they do? They interview a whole bunch of white people, and it's vice versa. They interview, and they interview the black, right? If a white woman killed a black... And what they do, they what they're doing is separating, because you guys and myself and the people watching TV, we're not getting the concept. But all that shit is doing is dividing. Yeah, it's divide. It's divide and conquer, bro. bro. I mean, where's the basketball chick in jail? Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Uh And I I read like, uh, and I knew it was white people because it was on social media, and they got that picture, and they well, she thinks this, then fuck her. But it was like, wait a minute. She's I, to my knowledge, I never heard her ever go against America, right? Uh huh. But she's an American. Aren't we a team? Right. It's like you play football, you play volleyball, and a team is a team, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was the ultimate. What do you call it? Like. Weird guy to other people. He wasn't weird to me, but he was a misunderstood. He was a misunderstood. He was a colorful, flamboyant, doing his thing. Right, but guess what? His team made it a mission to understand that shit. And I think people don't. Jordan understood it. People don't make it a mission to understand each other because we're listening to a tube, a television that's telling you what to think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it can go. it, It does. The media, for sure. The media and your your surroundings, really. I mean, it's your your environment. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you're putting in is what you're intaking. Then, so you yeah. can be in the middle of nowhere and still get like social media, like a programming right. of some sort, like that you are lot, uh, like you were taught or some whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you taught down the line, but mm-hmm. still, like, I think it mainly down just being a good person man mm-hmm. just being a really good person yeah. like understanding yourself like what things are oh. coming up for you mm-hmm. you're like okay things coming up for me like i'm acting out those things yeah. you're able Let to like to see your out. actions <coughs> and like 
wait yeah. a minute, this is like I, I'm seeing red right now. Like yeah. I need to chill out. Yeah, <laughs> or I think like, that's real. I agree yeah. with and that. And then knowing the practice, like for you mm -hmm. and for me, and people are doing this work. Neil as well. Like they, we know what we need to do mm -hmm. to get to that space. Like before, it wasn't like an idea or an, a list of things that work for me. Right. I didn't, I didn't know that. Right. I didn't know that other than just like reckless, getting a fight, drunken, you know. You're like right. Distract yourself. Yeah, outside like, right, stuff. Yeah. Right, yeah. Receiving a relationship, fucking, you know, like just yeah. being wild, totally. crazy. And not no, understanding that. Like I, I think now in this day, th the kids, like my kids, and uh, like the younger generations coming up, it's yeah. like, they have more resources yeah. to like yep. grasp yep. onto. They have the language yeah. too. Yeah. They can speak to it. Right. Yeah. And you can call out to anywhere and say, hey, I need help. Yep. Like yep. you're going to get a lot of help. Yep. And then there's a lot of different avenues now. So yeah, you're right. That mm -hmm. is a really good, that's actually comforting me. It is. Right now, because, you know, Keelan and Aria, like I, I don't see them very often. I want to see them every day, but I can't. Mm -hmm. But if things are, if they need help, they can get it. That's the thing. And yes. right. Of course, they can. They can always get it from me. Like it's unconditional love. But like, uh, outside of that, because you know, as a young adult, there's not. You don't feel very comfortable talking to your parents. Totally. No. Let's just be real. Yeah. One hundred. Mm -hmm. Like, it, but there are other resources that can. Hit and also, get I'm the help I feel like I'm learning from young people. Like I'm. You know, I don't have kids, but you know, through social media and some people in my life yeah. like were a lot younger than me adults yeah, Adu right. you know just kind of understanding like understanding their broader viewpoint is updating mine because i feel like i'm a pretty progressive person but i was born in 1974 like i grew up in the 80s like so i got some old shit in there and so i gotta i gotta practice my language i have to update my mindsets and i'm i'm with it because I don't want to be trapped in the past. I don't. Mm. I, what am I holding on to Way from back, back then, then right. that, yeah. ser that would that will serve me now? Nothing. Nothing. Especially an old mindset, right? Wow. So like, I'm really um, appreciating. Like you talk about your kids, like my friends, their children. You know, they're having experiences and speaking to them in a way where it's like, oh shit, like. Okay, and it's just educating me, helping me learn. Maybe, maybe I'm discovering something about myself. I don't know. So right. it's exciting, and I mean, I think there's some there's something really cool about opening your mind. You yeah. know, it, you, not everybody has to be into weed. That's not necessarily for everybody. Right, right. But I mean, I think the point is um, sometimes going inward, just kind of taking it in. Uh, looking at yourself, looking in the mirror, going ahead and doing some self-reflection, something that can facilitate that, whether that's meditation, whether that's a, a good a little hit of weed, whether that's mm. going for a run or yoga or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. like something that gives you, uh, allows you to have a healthy perspective. Um, what's Mark, wrong with that? Right. You no, know? There's nothing wrong with it. I don't that's think the there's thing. anything wrong with that. And not to be so selfish as well. Like, yeah. you think you're being selfish for treating yourself, oh, you know, no. giving yourself love? Please. That's some, that's some crazy shit. You got to do it. Please. Please it's better for it. the world. You got to love yourself. Message you have to, to the world. Seriously. Find your happiness. Do it. And do it. <laughs> yeah. And do that. All right. Just yeah. don't kill, you know. Yeah. Don't end lives. No. <laughs> hey, do me a favor before we go. Yes. <laughs> do me a favor. Don't ever change. Oh, no, 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 no,
What I mean is you're a beautiful soul, y'all. Oh, oh thank yeah. You. And, and, and don't ever tell me what I'm about to say. And you're like, no, don't say that bad dog and hit me on the nose. What I mean by that, I, I have been around and I've been always that dude who kicked it with different clans. And what I mean by that is I kick with this group, this group, this group. And it's always been that. Yeah. And I made sure I always studied people, right? Mm. And you, my dear, are a beautiful stone. Like, like you're mm. a stone, and gem. I crack it, and there's a fucking diamond. Gem. Gem. And, and I'm not right. saying that just to get a, a slap on the ass like we playing basketball. <laughs> you know, I'm saying that Good because job, you are. Because... I had nothing coming in to our podcast today, right? Mm-hmm. I really didn't. Usually, I always tell them to me, give me some feedback so I could do my studies. He's my actually reason. pretty right. Yeah. I, mean, I you know, knew. I already, pre- we both prep. knew that we were just like, we normally prep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did a little bit of prepping, like, just yeah. to understand and what direction we're going to go, but Neil's right. Yeah. And, and today... I did no prepping. It was a feel. That's man. great. And I was worried. Feel. Yeah. I was worried when you was over there in those chairs when we was with my boy. John. Looking all professional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she even, you know, she was crossing yeah, her legs crossing, on the uh, knee. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, she, she was about to take a flight yeah. like, in like yeah, a couple like, hours. Go, yeah. go, go, go to the fucking um, Panama and just have, and a, have a meeting. The have boss. a big meeting. On That's a, it. Yeah, I gave you that. Cracker. I gave a you that. 2,000 story building. And <laughs> like, look at these little people. Right. Domingo in there. Ten, I gave you that firm handshake. Yeah. Just oh, like, yeah. She gave me a firm was, handshake. I, do, I'm all, I don't dude, play, man. Dude, she gave me a the firm boss. handshake. The boss. A firm <laughs> handshake. It was so firm. I thought we literally did a business. Like, right, right. You're like, damn, what contract. did I sign? Where's the contract? <laughs> shit, <laughs> I just signed. You're yeah. like, shit. She looked me in my dead eyes. You're like, that's yeah. a deal, right? Do you, you, you remember Roger Rabbit? And he was, and the, 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 the knives came out the eyes? Yeah. Yes. And Stabbed you. And I was like, God damn, did yeah. you? Well, I'll take that compliment. I was looking for a lawyer. <laughs> Thank you. I, got I was tra- looking for a lawyer. I, I got like, a trade show in a few weeks, no, but so I'm practicing. Honestly, don't. And what I mean by that, and that goes for the people who are listening as well, but you were saying you always felt like an outcast, but you were you. Yeah. And to me, that Unapodol- is... Unapologetically, like it's you. Hmm. Yeah. To, but hmm. to me, that is the most sexiest fucking shit. Because that means, yeah, you sometimes care about what people think, but at the same time, you know that you are you. Yeah. And, and that is hot because a lot of people, unfortunately, and it took me a little bit, but mm-hmm. it, a lot of people don't know where and who they are. Oh, yeah. And, and, and they're different. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. They fight different. Mm. You, it sounds like you embrace different, even though maybe you can only tell us about when that shit occurred, right? <laughs> and be honest, right? You can be like, yeah, no, when I was, I was like, Two years old when I knew it was there. But in real life, you were 16. You get me? Mm. Like, because people, I'll do that. I'll give you an exaggeration. But look, girl, I'm pretty much saying you are a beautiful soul and don't change who the fuck you are. I appreciate that, Neil. That means a lot to me. I This conversation has been an absolute joy. Thank you guys for, like, inviting me on. For sure, for sure. And just smoking with me and just, like, 
hanging out and just talking about the shit like that's i'm that is what i am here for so you just like talk about my cup being full this is what a beautiful start to my week thank you no no thank you so much that's a great compliment that's such a great compliment we love you like obviously you're here yeah you're you're welcome anytime and like michelle like come and share because that's so important it's healing you know um so many fronts like that's what we do you welcome anytime that's why thank you next time i'll bring you some edibles not me because i'm not talking to a dog all right come through (laughs) i was talking to a dog last time i was i got some edibles Yes. You've been yes. calling me dog for the past six months. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe you might have been that motherfucker. Yeah. That's how we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah. The right Bay now. Hub Podcast. Bay Hub Podcast. In the deep area, by. Sometimes. <laughs>